Well, uh, first, <clears throat> well, that is uh, disturbed. If I ever lose my faith in you, uh, kind of an opening that uh, I was hoping to not play for a long time um, means a lot to me as a longtime Rush listener. I've uh, listened to Rush for shit just the other day. We were talking about it thirty four now, thirty four years now. Nick, I think you have mentioned Rush in every single podcast episode we've done so far. So welcome to another episode of the Patriot Party Podcast. Episode 11. I am V-Lynn. I am the Mick. And it's a <clears throat> it's a sad one. Um, I never thought this day would come. I knew it would. I mean, I know the survivability rates of lung cancer, uh, especially when you're diagnosed not less than a year ago. And diagnosed uh, with stage four, stage lung, four cancer. lung cancer. I mean, that's it doesn't it doesn't get much worse than that. And Rush beat so many odds a year ago. They didn't expect him to last to last Christmas. Yeah. N- never mind this past Christmas. Yep. I mean, he definitely Mark Levin classified him tonight as, or actually last night as the Thomas Paine of our era, and. Uh, I can't disagree with that one. He was, uh, no matter what anybody says, uh, and I've heard it all in the last 48 plus fucking hours, assholes and the liberal media, um, the, the hit job that was done this morning on NBC. Um, which Mick forced me to watch. I must throw up. Uh, it was pretty fucking disgusting. Folks. I mean, if you they did not flat see out it, called him a racist. A bigot and a homophobe. It was just disgusting guys not even in the ground yet and they're already talking shit about him uh and you know v brought up a good point tonight she's like well you know we didn't do that shit when ruth, when ruth bader ginsburg died and i actually went back and looked um actually did a little google search just to see if there was any republicans that came out and said any shit about there wasn't no because there were there were there were comments on twitter so the piss shit trending, uh, Rush never cared about twatter to begin with. He never gave a shit about social media. Rush was before social media. I started listening to Rush in 1987. Just to give Not you- 88, because that's when he syndicated. No, he was in New York first. He started out in New York. Okay. Before they syndicated his show, he was in New York. He okay. was in New York for fucking four years before they ever syndicated his show. In 87 was the first time I ever remember hearing Rush's voice. And once you hear his voice, you would never, ever forget it. It was a a once in a lifetime thing. You heard his voice. You were like, holy shit. I know that guy. I've been listening ever since. You know, it's funny. We were in the, I was in the car with the kids the other day and we were listening to a a slightly more left-leaning podcast than what we normally listen to. And this lady came on and she was like, you shouldn't expose your kids to politics when they're they're too young you know you, sh- you should let them you shouldn't let them be involved in politics while while they're children just keep them out of it and and I had and my kids were like yeah mom and I was like no you know what I have to disagree because if you don't expose your kids to politics to the way that we feel that the world should work the way that our founders literally wrote it out, then you are giving them to the liberal hack job that current 
curriculum public schools have become. Our kids aren't in public school, but regardless, um, where I'm getting with this, Rush helped raise multiple generations of conservatives. There are so many conservatives these days that have been listening to Rush for most of, if not their entire lives. And he helped form the values, the the breadth of the current Republican Party. Rush was a, I, I feel like Rush really helped flip the parties because we've been saying for quite some time now that that the Republicans and the Democrats, the way people viewed them 30 years ago, it, it's, it's completely opposite now. The Democrats used to be the party of the working people. Now that's the Republicans. The Republicans used to be the party of big corporation and big government. And now that's the Democrats. And Rush always stood up for the people. He believed, he, he believed in truth and liberty and justice. He believed in the Constitution. He believed in conservative values, and he wasn't afraid to say what he believed. And people shit on him his entire life, and now they're shitting on him after he's died. And you know what? He didn't care when he was alive. I doubt that he'd care now that he's passed. (laughs) I guarantee he doesn't give a shit. The big point, uh, I think, with all of this is uh, you saw a lot of shit come out. I mean, almost instantaneously after he passed away. Um, rest in piss, all that other bullshit. That just goes to show you how gay and fucking just retarded the left is because they will stop at nothing when they hate you. Um, even after you die, they will stop at nothing. Um, it... it, it it made me giggle in a way because I know Rush would probably be sitting there. Uh, I, I know he can't sit there and flip everybody off because he was always on the radio, but I know for a fact he was probably trying to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rush. Um... Hmm. Matter of fact, I still remember the first Well, I've been trying to remember it all day. Well, last two days, at least ever since I actually heard that he passed away, I've been trying to remember exactly what me and my dad were listening to. And because we were driving to the city, I I still can't remember why the hell we were driving to the city, but I remember hearing rush. And I remember saying, uh, man, this guy's got it. Uh, 87, that would have been end of Reagan, beginning of Bush. Um, and that whole bit there. And uh, I, I just remember him just how he, he was always, you know, I probably called that show, I don't know, four or 500 times over the span of 34 years. I have never gotten through once. How some people have gotten through two, three times, I have no idea. Which, you know, is really saying something because if you listen to people that take live calls on the air and I've, I've heard a few of them and they encourage people to call in because they say, you know, we always get the same callers. People don't call in because they think they can never get through. And they're so excited to get callers on the air because 
it's often the same person over and over again. I, I remember this one radio talk show that I listened to, and it was literally the same guy calling in every single day. And he got through every single day because no one else ever called in. That was not true of Russia's show. No. I he mean, had, <laughs> he had 30 plus, 30 plus 30 million, million people listening, people to listening him. every day. And, and you got to remember, too, we do two hours once a week. Which, he did three hours every day, every day every Monday day. through Friday. Monday through Friday, he did three hours of radio every day. And for the first hour and 20 minutes, if you've ever listened to one of Russia's shows, it was just him. There was nobody else. He would eventually get to phone calls. Sometimes he'd go two hours without taking a phone call. He had so much to say. He had such a way of looking at things to making things sound simple, to giving you hope, to letting you think that, no, it's not the end of the world. I remember when Trump, you know, it, it was two weeks past the election and everybody thought that that was it. And in actuality, it wasn't. It was, again, Rush. That was one of the people that, you know, you listen to him. He's like, look, no, this isn't the end of it. This is just the beginning. Trump's not done. He'll be back. You wait and watch. But he was on that leaning side that said, look, it's over. I mean, he didn't win. It's over. It's, you know, we've got to let go. And I, I can't disagree with him on that. I agree with him. And I think that he was right in saying that. But at the same time, it was just like, you know, Rush was the guy that was like, look, we get it. It's over. Biden won. We got to deal with this moron for the next four years. Well, Rush, thanks for that one. Because now you don't have to, but we do. But it's still, uh, it's it's tough whenever something like this happens. And uh, I wanted to give the guy 20 minutes of our time just to tell him, uh, you know, I've always appreciated his look on things. I've always quoted him. I always took, uh, I've stolen from him probably more than uh, most people out there just because I agree with what he says. It's, uh, I don't, it's not that I don't believe in being a conservative. I completely believe in being a conservative. Um, I, I just thought that he was the one that dumbed it down for uh, the lowest of the low, which would be me and anybody who listens to me. So that's all of you. So welcome to being the lowest of the low. I don't um, know, babe. Um, there's probably quite a few intelligent listeners that tune in to listen to me, not you. I got to say, just throwing that out there. Wow. A little bit of big head on your shoulders there, <laughs> huh? Well, we all know who has the brains in this family. So I have the brains, you have the guns. That's why we make such a great team. Well, but I, you know, it's funny that you, you brought up Trump. Well, not really funny because I did make you watch the Hannity interview with Trump that was done last night. And Trump. You made me watch it. I and you weren't anywhere it. near me. Yeah, well, that's okay. Um, Trump made the rounds. Well, uh, of, I guess you could say who will have him now. Um, Newsmax, OAN, and Hannity last night, which Rush was never a big fan of Fox News, especially after they turned traitor on Trump. Um, but he was always a fan of Hannity. He and Hannity were friends for years and Hannity what? did a whole line of flashbacks on what was Rush, going there. Rush was a fan of Fox News. Actually, Rush and Roger Ayers were, he was, him and Roger Ayers were great friends. Okay. I should fast, say, fast, Rush, long friends. Rush was not a fan of Fox News after Roger Ayers left and Fox turned traitor on Trump. After yeah, that. But Roger Ayers left long before 
Fox went traitor on Trump. But mm-hmm. I, I think the bigger part of that is is that I, I think a lot of people don't realize, and I think if you've watched anything um, going on the last couple of days, especially when it comes to Rush and any of these uh, talk shows that have come on, one of the things I always thought was funny as a longtime Rush listener, Rush considered everybody that he didn't like or, well, it's not that he didn't like them. He just didn't respect their opinion. Uh, he considered them the drive-by medias. That's what he said they were. They were the drive-by media. And he lumped Fox News into the drive-by media. And I thought it was hysterical because the uh, other day when he passed away, I was watching the afternoon idiots, um, the one hole, and then the other two morons that are on after the hole. Um <sighs> And yes, I'm completely stealing that from Opie and Anthony. So Opie and Anthony, if you want to sue me, please. You ain't going to get shit out of me. I can fart in my hand and give you something, but it ain't going to do nothing. They, they, they don't listen to us. It's okay. They probably don't. But, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, uh, Anthony might. Okay. Anthony was always a right-wing conservative. Okay. But um, either way, the point being is that the whole and all of those people were talking about Rush, and I was just – I was sitting there watching them talk about Rush like – he was a God and he, he was, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that he's a God, but when it comes to radio, when it comes to filling a broadcast for three hours, when it comes to a guy that can talk to you, have a conversation with you, dumb things down to the lowest possible level so everybody can understand it and make it enjoyable that everybody keeps coming back to listen to you. Rush did that. He had the gift for it. He had the knack. He had the ability to do that stuff. As he said, his talent was on loan from God. And I tell you what, the guy, probably the nicest dude, I met him once in my whole entire life. The only thing that I I look back on the military gave me was, well, actually there's like three total things, but the first one. (laughs) A hole in the head. um, Well, no, that was you. But uh, <laughs> that was the second one. The military gave me the first one. But <laughs> it had to have been meeting him. I mean, it was just a, a I, it's not like I sat there and had a conversation with him and said, hey, hey my name is so and so. No, I never, ever, we didn't talk like that. I shook his hand and he asked me how I was doing. I mean, the fact that he, it was one of those stupid USO things, and I don't know if he was forced to do it. I don't know if it I was. I doubt he was forced to do it because Rush loved the military. He loved supporting the military. He loved showing his support for the military. Rush did a lot of things under the table. He gave a lot of money to charity in secret. A lot of that's actually been coming out now. People are like, hey, you know, he he donated this to my organization. Forget on, that. He on, walked on, into restaurants yeah. and he left a, a waitress a $10,000 tip I mean, on a $150 dinner. These, these are the things that Rush did, but he never wanted to be he never, he never wanted his name mentioned. He never wanted to be associated with it. He, he didn't, he didn't do it for publicity. He didn't do it for fame. He already had fame. He did it to help people, to help real people. Well, either way, I'm sure we've all heard enough. I, I, I just wanted to put my piece out there. God bless Rush. Um, I know you're up there looking down on the rest of us. Uh, please fucking do something about the retard we have in office right now. <laughs> And uh, or give us the strength so we don't do something about the retard we have in office right now. And uh, well, I so hope back back to my point that Trump made the rounds on Newsmax and OAN and and Hannity last night, um, and it was pretty interesting because 
um, they, they all asked him what his plans were. And he said, Oh, there's, there's a lot of stuff that you're going to be seeing soon. That wasn't exactly what he said, but that was the gist of it. And they asked him about his plans for 2024. And he completely avoided answering that question in every single situation. So, um, tomorrow's a big day though. Tomorrow's a big day. Why? Well, tomorrow SCOTUS is in conference to potentially to see if to determine if they're going to hear the three cases on election fraud that happens tomorrow. Okay. So that, that could be a, a big day. We'll see. Either way, back to rush just for one more second. Like I said, um, or like I was saying before I was interrupted by my better half, much better half. You can say that right now. I'm a little pissed off with you because you just interrupted me well, uh, you in the middle the of the time. fucking thought. Yeah. You do that to me all the time. Yeah, not like that. Either way, um, actually, I, 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 I'm I trying to, you to I'm finish tr- my thought that you interrupted me from before. So there you go. Finish your thought. I'm gonna start throwing shit at you. <laughs> swear to God. Either way, I uh, was trying to make my. Uh, he's uh, been a long term, long, long term. I mean, Christ, I don't know what you've all done for. You've done for 34. I don't know what anything you all have done for 34 years. I did it for 34 years. I can't say I listened every day, but every day that I had the opportunity to listen, I took the opportunity and I listened to what he had to say. Um, that's on everything from uh, politics to whatever was going on in the world, uh, especially when I saw something fucking crazy. I, I remember one of the biggest days I ever really listened to Rush was uh, probably when the whole Monica Lewinsky thing broke, just because I knew whatever Rush had to say that day, it was going to be fucking hysterical. And uh, I knew that he had these little, if you never listened to the show via his app, he has, uh, he had these little like things in there where they would add these, like he had where he added his own voices. So like, for instance, if it was Bill Clinton, he had a Bill Clinton voice that would be in there. And, uh, one of my favorite ones that I've ever heard, and this dates me. So if y'all are trying to figure out how, how old I am, he's old as fuck. You're about to figure it out because this one was, uh, <laughs> all I know is, uh, well, Monica, you're not done there yet because there's still a little bit on the dress. There's still a little bit on the desk. And I, I, I perked near the first time I ever heard him say that I perked near pissed my pants. Cause I knew exactly what he was talking about. Cause he's talking about the blow job in the oval office. And that was fucking hysterical. Well, speaking, speaking about desks there, there was a comment. Can, can, wait, just, can I finish? Thank you. I thought you were Either talking. way. Um, I, I've always, the guy, somebody I've always listened to, I know I'll never be rush and I know there'll never be another rush. Uh, I can only give him best to my, to his family, uh, to his son and to his wife. I, I know it's a, gotta be a trying time. I know there's a lot of people out there, uh, all the people on the show and he loved to come talk to everybody that listened 30 million plus of us that tuned in every day just to listen to what hear hear what he had to say for three hours. Um, that's all huge. And there's a lot of people out there that listen. I know I'm not the only one. Uh, I know Janet's listened. I know there's plenty of people out there that have listened. 30 million of them. And um, I, I, my sadness is the same as yours. No different. I, I just wanted to give some props to the big guy. And uh, and by the big guy, he means Rush, not Biden. You know, 1951 to 2021, 70 years, you can't really 
I don't know. I don't know how you make that up. And a guy that spent 30 years of it, uh, 40 years of it broadcasting. I mean, that's that's a long time to be on the radio. Actually, it was 50 years. He was fi- spent 50 years broadcasting. He started out as a sports broadcaster, didn't he? His initial his initial thing, no, he was a he did it, he was a disc jockey. He started out his first time as a disc jockey in the 60s. And then he went to the Royals. He did he was calling Royals games for a while. And then the Kansas City Royals. And then after that, he went into politics and uh, all self-taught. Nothing like like Vlin said, nothing was, you know, he didn't go to professional schooling for it. It was all self-taught. Um, just his temper, the whole bit, every the way he talked on the radio, just the way he carried himself. And even in his personal life, apparently, and I don't know him personally, I met him once. I shook his hand. Um, that's the best I can tell you about the guy. Uh, but everybody else has said that even in his personal life, he's the nicest dude ever. So uh, God bless Rush. Uh, peace and all that wonderful stuff at Nomine Patre. Feliz Spiritus Sante. But moving right along, you were saying about being under desks. Because <laughs> this is something I do have to get back to. Because if I've got something coming to me and it's going to be under the desk, let's get it on. That was your option last week, apparently. Um, So (laughs) there was a a comment, uh, and we appreciate the comments. Please keep them coming. um, That uh, As you can hear, I have fixed the mic. I I sounded like I was under the desk. So we got this beautiful new computer. It's amazing. And it automatically defaulted to the computer mic. And I mean, literally, we you, had- you can't tell when you're in Zencaster, when you're doing it in Zencaster, it is le- legitimately, it sounds like we're using our mics. I mean, we, we have each have our own individual mics. We have headphones. Like we I, can hear I each bought expensive headphones. mics for yeah. both of us. We, we have nice mics. We're on opposite sides of the room. So I have to say though, that when it defaulted to the mic on the computer, the fact that you could hear me at all when I'm on the other side of is really of amazing. A table, and I, we actually are under and on a table. The, um, the computer's facing the other direction, yeah, the opposite so direction. The fact that that you could even hear me at all when I was my voice was being picked up on the computer mic that was on the other side of the table is pretty amazing. But um, I was not under the table because if I had been under the table. I wouldn't have talked nearly as much. And I ain't nearly that big. So <laughs> she could have talked, trust me. So it would have been more like a toothpick. Anywho, you know? just throwing that out he's there. He's Irish. He'll rock the hell out the walls. He just might not hit the bottom. Anywho. I'll never straight bottom. I'll rock the <laughs> shit out the walls. Um, so tomorrow. And I'm uh, I'm working on getting us a, a very interesting interview coming up soon. Um so we're we're going to go very in depth into election fraud after tomorrow. We actually have a couple of those coming up because yeah. we do have a couple other ones that we've made contact with that we're trying to get on the re- on here too. So, um, but anyhow, uh, so tomorrow, SCOTUS conference, three election cases, and this is they're not hearing anything. They are literally deciding if they're going to take the case and. Be mindful that the last time an election fraud case came to conference in SCOTUS was when there were reports of John Roberts screaming. Now, mind you, they are in a closed room, closed doors. All the justices get together. It is private. It is confidential. You, you don't normally hear anything about it except for whether or not they're going to take the case when it's all over. But the last time this happened, 
uh, Chief Justice Roberts was screaming so loud that people in the hallway could hear him. This was uh, the Bush. Um, no, no, no. This was now. This was the the uh, Texas case. And Chief Justice Roberts was screaming that he would not take the Texas case because the cities were burning. Remember that? Uh, I think you're getting too. No, too, no, no that no, happened no. this year. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing it probably did happen. But the last time that it happened like that, where it was actually heard through the walls, was during the Bush no, Gore. Yes, the reports came. Literally, the reports came out this year about it, and he referenced. They, the other justices were like, "No, they're standing because of Bush v. Gore," and he said, "We are not taking this case." Because the cities are burning, there's going to be civil disruption, yada, riots in the streets, yada, yada. That happened, I'm sorry, last year, 2020. It was not during Bush v. Gore. It happened in 2020 when Chief Justice Roberts refused to take an election fraud case based on what was going on in the country at that time. Not based on evidence, not based on actual standing, based on the fact that the country was burning under mostly peaceful protests. Um, but Hey, that that's okay. You know, they use whatever they can to, to get their way. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, also a, another very interesting thing that came out today regarding election fraud, Michigan, Michigan's a rough state, uh, Michigan, we, we have some family there too. They removed 177,000 voters from the voter rolls in January after they certified that Biden won Michigan by 154,000 votes. So this comes from the Gateway Pundit. Um, and so they're, they had all kinds of issues in Michigan. In fact, just last week, there was a brand new video of people driving ballots in at 6 a.m. to the TCF Center, like 141,000 of them, when they sh- the, all of the ballots should have already arrived at that point. Um, uh, so yeah, late night ballot dumping and, um, now they've cleared 177,000 people from the voter rolls that either didn't live in the state anymore, had died or didn't respond to a change of address. So let's see, they can remove all those people from the voter rolls now after the fact that's 20,000 more votes than what Biden supposedly won by. So right there, they're saying, hey, we had 177,000 illegal votes now, but that that doesn't matter. That doesn't count against November. You know, what difference does it make? Well, my question with the difference that what you're trying to bring up, and this is the question I continue to ask you, and this is why I continue to ask this question, is uh, evidentiary proof. Uh, what type of evidentiary proof do we have? What type of sworn officers collected this evidence? What type of sworn officers willing to validate the existence of this evidence from point A to point B? And uh, when this is in front of a court of law, who's actually going to swear to it? Because again, you're bringing up shit that no one in their right mind will actually put their finger on and swear to it and say, yep, Swear to God, saw it. So the state of Michigan removing 177,000 voters from the voter rolls isn't evidence of anything? And that came from where? From the Gateway Pundit. Okay, a what? What? Uh, It's... What is it? It's a well-reputed news organization. (laughs) Fucking... 
There's no news organization. From the Gateway Pundit? There is, there is no news. Or, I'm sorry. There is no news organization out there anymore. There are no news organizations. You're either left or you're right. Okay. So yeah, it's right. But I'll tell you what, it's truthful. They actually report on factual things. So again, are they, I don't, I don't remember when they were sworn into law. I don't remember them standing up, taking a badge and swearing an oath. So to, the, to state, the state of Michigan, the, Constitution. the the secretary of state of okay, Michigan, so when, removing 177,000 okay, so voters from the voter rolls okay, so after again, the fact so stop. doesn't count as again, anything. So my question is where are the federal investigators, where are, well, that's, that's what it takes. That's a great That's question. what's not going to happen now. And what you're not understanding is because this didn't happen before. If we, you know, a lot of people got pissy because Trump went out and I got pissy too, because I, I'm one of those that got pissy with it because I thought Trump played his his hand too fast. I thought he fucking opened his mouth too fast. He should have kept his mouth shut and just let it go. If he had kept his mouth shut and let it go, the fraud would have showed itself because they would have tried to do this before the 20th of January, which is what needed to happen. All of this shit had to happen before the 20th of January. So we could have caught him red handed. Okay. Well, here we go. Here's from the Washington free beacon. Okay. Again, again, another news organization that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point I'm trying to make is that's great. You can bring up every news story you want about it. Can I read this? The point is, is that if they had done this and if Trump had kept his mouth shut, just said, you know what? I'm not going to say nothing about the election. Just going to let it go. And he just let it go. Okay. And shit had just played out the way it was going to play out anyway, which is they would have started doing this before January 20th, but January 6th, we had some idiots that decided, well, we got to storm the Capitol. So every Republicans now lumped into that. Every Republican and apparently Gorilla Glue, but we'll get into that later. Well, hold on. So you're asking, where's the evidence? Where is this legal, right? So here we go. The Michigan Secretary of State removed 177,000 inactive voters from the state's voter rolls after settling a legal challenge. The state removed the names from the voter rolls in late January because the voters no longer live in the state or did not respond to the state's inquiries about their addresses, according to a Tuesday district court announcement. The state performed the post-election audit during a legal battle with the Honest Elections Project and Election Watchdog. So 177,000. Obviously, that did not change the outcome in Michigan. Uh, Well, Michigan certified the election results in November by 154,000 votes. For which way? For Biden. Biden won Michigan by 154,000 votes. They removed 177,000. They removed 177,000 voters. of the 177,000 voters, Uh how many of them voted for Biden? How many of them voted? Well, no. I mean, you're you're bringing up a fucking news article that that should be right there. That should be readily apparent. There's no way to know because votes are anonymous. But the, the vote is still there tallied a certain direction. It should be able to tell you whether it went red or blue. Even if it's anonymous, how many of those votes went for Biden? How many of those votes went for Trump? How, because how, how can you know obvious, that? What you look at the fucking ballot? Oh, hey, it but says, they didn't look oh, at the ballot. That's fucking- the thing. They removed the names from the voter rolls. Now they're calling for a forensic ballot count of all of the ballots because they removed all of those names from the voter rolls. Now they want the th- the forensic ballot count. Okay, but that's the next step. So now the question is that still does not 
as of right now, it does not change the outcome of the election is what I'm getting at. The point is you have to have, you have to be, all right. So first of all, what you're talking about is a housekeeping issue that they didn't keep up with. We can go back in history and look at election after election, after election, after election, that there was no housekeeping kept up with in certain states. They went and removed or fixed voter rolls so that the people that were dead, the people that were no longer living in the state, the people that were no longer over here or over there, they're now removed from the voter rolls. Correct? Okay. Yes. Can we agree on that? Yes. Happens all the time. We yes. do it. We, I know in Georgia, we do it once a year. Well, they hadn't done it in a couple of years in Georgia, but okay. That's not true. They do it once a year. They do um, it once a year in Georgia. They most certainly do. It happens. That actually came up in the legal ca- oh cases God. in Georgia that they had not done it here in three years since Brad Raffensperger took off. No legal case. There was never a legal case because nothing went into in front of a court there in Georgia. There is still a legal paid case. It's pending. It, it's pending. It still has not been brought up in front of a judge in the state of Georgia. The point is, is you had some fucking retards that went on the news and said some shit that has not been said in front of a judge yet. So you can't say that there's been a legal case. A legal case is when you're sitting in front of a judge and there's two parties in front of the judge. Well, initially in a legal case, you present your brief with all the evidence. And that is in the brief that was presented in the legal case. Has not been presented yet in front of a judge. That's what we're waiting on. We've been waiting on that because what they're waiting on is the actual determination of whether or not that case can be heard in the state of Georgia. Because again, they refer to other states. This is where Giuliani and all of them fucked up because they brought in different states in each one of these cases. And what they're trying to say now is because Texas didn't have the standing to have that case heard in front of the fucking Supreme Court. Now these other states, guess what? That set precedent at a federal level. Now all the state Supreme Courts have to abide by that precedent that was set at the federal level because they said that Texas could not be heard because Texas didn't have the standing for Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin or Pennsylvania. The court in Georgia, or the case that's in Georgia that's being presented by Garland Fabrizio. Fabrizio. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't call any other state. Yes, it most certainly does. And that refers to Michigan voter fraud directly, Michigan and Wisconsin voter fraud directly. It refers directly to that because he's trying to show modus operandi that took place in both Wisconsin and in Michigan that also took place in here in Georgia within an hour's time difference to the effect of bringing in boxes and ballot dumping in the middle of the night that have not yet been proved in either one of those states and have not yet been proved here in Georgia. That's where part of the problem is with the case with Fabrizio. And that's where we're having issues right now. That's what they're trying to argue through. The point is, is that the points that you are bringing up still have not been argued in front of a court of law because none of that shit has made it to a fucking judge and a jury yet. Because not a single judge has actually looked at a single piece of evidence in any court case. And so tell me something. And how is that right? Just for this fucking retarded motherfucker sitting on this side of the table Mm -hmm. who has been telling you this from the get-go. How many of those judges did Trump put in office? Just wondering. Because I could have sworn it was like 44 is his total count for judges outside of the Supreme Court. Actually, it was 300. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about the last year. His last year in office, he did 44 judges in one year. Okay. 44 judges in one... Man, they don't feel... I mean, I don't understand. If I was put in office by some... I would feel that it would be kind of... I, I mean, maybe not... Maybe not. I mean, 
I'm thinking about it in a legal way too. That would kind of show preferential treatment to one party over another. I, I just feel that the you would think you would have more of an urge to hear a case you that think. involves somebody who A, was your boss. I'm Honestly, there's... I mean, I don't know how many people have the, done other things for their bosses. The fact that there is so much evidence, and whether or not you call it evidence, it's fucking semantics, right? But the fact no, that No, it's there, not semantics. It's a black and white case. Okay, it either well, is evidence or it isn't. The fact that there is so much evidence, okay? Well, cha- changing laws without... Um, that state, state is a constitutional issue. But that is it, not... That again is a constitutional issue. You are you are trying to but again mix it shit. Go, but it goes it all goes to voter fraud. No, it doesn't. So you, you're trying to mix. Okay, so one more time. So eliminating you, signature verification going a, against the constitution. Hold on a second. Doesn't you relate worked, to election you fraud. You worked at a place where you had an SOP that covered your or standard operating procedure uh-huh. covered your whole organization, right? Okay, in each part department in your company had different SOPs or SOGs, whatever you fucking want to call them, mm-hmm. standard operating procedure or standard operating guidelines for each one. <clears throat> what you're trying to do right now is you're trying to grab housekeeping and jam it in front office bullshit. The two just don't work. Well, I wrote the SOPs for both of those things. So I don't know. All right. To tell you so <laughs> let me, let me rephrase that because you're obviously too smart when it comes to those things. So I'm going to say, housekeeping and maintenance, you're trying to jam those two retards together. Okay. They're bouncing off of each other right now. That's what you're saying when you keep talking about stuff like, well, uh, what were you, uh, the signature verification, san- signature verification shit that's supposed to be handled at a state level as compared to real voter fraud, real voter fraud. We start, you start getting into real voter fraud, right? We're talking about fake ballots that never existed, that a a sworn officer within the court of law, whether it be a defense attorney, whether it be a prosecutor, as long as they're a law officer of some court, everybody that's assigned to a court gets a number. That number, there's a magical number. Everybody calls it your your, uh, uh, fucking lawyers call it their... uh, um, it's, I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's a legal, it's a legal number that goes on top of every brief that they write. Okay. It's basically your 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 license to practice law. Okay. For instance, the company that I work for, those retard those retards hired an intern or a uh, uh, just a legal speaker like uh, an apprentice, more or less, not a lawyer. Okay. Uh, she went and filed a bring big, big, big legal brief covering a ton of shit saying, look, this company can do this, this, and this under the, the law. Judge took one look at it, saw no number at the top and threw it in the trash. Why? Because that number says that that person is a lawyer and it gives that lawyer standing in that court. So when you bring up this stuff and you say that it's evidence, it's not evidence until a member of the court has entered it as such and can prove from point A to point B. And you can say all you want about this, this bullshit about IP address. You can't tell me just because they have an IP address 
They do not have a hashtag from the computer in which that IP address is from because you can't get a hash number from that computer without actually physically touching that computer. Well, that information came from Homeland Security, so. All that was was an IP address then. Guess what? That is inadmissible. Well, I mean, it could be admissible if the argument's made properly. But again, that has to be presented in a court of law. My The point I'm getting to is that you have all this evidence. It's great. You call it evidence. You call it whatever the fuck you want. You call it the shiny dildo on the wall. I can give a crap less. Point is, is that at the end of the day, a judge is not going to look at it as evidence. A court of law is not going to look at it as evidence until it has been argued in front of a judge to an extent of what we would consider reasonable doubt that yeah, that's that's evidence. So if they won't even hear it, what do we do? I mean, we know all of these things were wrong. We know all of these things were against the law. They were in direct contradiction to the laws that are written in our state and in our country. So how do we redress that? How do we fix it? Well, the other way I've heard, I mean, I've already heard it bouncing around already even tonight. The second time I've seen it actually in three weeks now. Um, actually, the third time I've seen it in three weeks. Uh, a lot of people are calling for it. Civil war. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want it to happen, but I've heard it. It's going around. People are actually now really talking about it. They, I've heard the other side chatter, which is, you want to see a real insurrection? We'll show you a real insurrection. Mm, you haven't seen a real insurrection no, yet. Because January 6th, I'm sorry. That was not an insurrection. That was, that insurrection. was like a that was a fucking pity patty fight with a bunch of faggots who showed up from Antifa who were trying to pick a fight. And they were pissed off that the Republicans didn't get involved in the fight. Okay. Uh, let's let's um, you know, since we're we're now talking about January 6th, let's rewind there real quick because a lot more stuff has been coming out about the truth of what happened on January 6th. Um Nancy, the, the real truth, the real truth, the truth. I that, mean, the, what, the truth that we have been telling you, you for six weeks now. Right. Um, that was not an insurrection. That was certainly not an armed insurrection because not, not evidence an, either. An armed, so you know. an armed insurrection requires what? Weapons. Arms. Yeah. yeah weapons. Guns. Guess what? We didn't have any weapons at the Capitol. You know why? Because you're not allowed to carry in D.C. Well, and you can't carry concealed in D.C. Correct. You can't. You carry, can't even open carry in D.C. Correct. You cannot carry in D.C. And we follow the law. We are the people of law and order. So when they say you're not allowed to open or conceal carry in D.C., guess what? We didn't carry in D.C. If that law had not been in effect, if you were allowed to carry in D.C., guess what? All six fucking million plus people there would have been armed. Hey, Don Lemon. Then you would have seen an armed insurrection. This is for you, Don Lemon, you fucking dickhead. Yes, we are the people about law and order. Yes, we are the people about the right and the wrong. Yes, we are the people who brandish our weapons the way they're supposed to be brandished and the way they're supposed to be carried, and we carry them that way. Uh, so for your fucking dumb ass and all the bullshit that you put out there about, well, don't ever tell me that you're the party of law and order. Look, you fucking nerd. Yes, we are the party of law and order because you obviously are not because you're propping up some fucking 90-year-old douchebag that can't even remember his last name. He has to look at his underwear every morning before he puts it on. Oh, it says Biden, Joseph R. That must be me. And then he puts his underwear on. That must be him, right? It that motherfucker him. is retarded. <laughs> but listen, so- Hmm. It, it really drives me nuts too that they say that 
the Capitals never been breached before. Nothing like this has ever happened. It's actually not this true. This is a travesty. It's not true because 2018, uh, Kavanaugh, I'm sorry, Nancy Pelosi, when there was a fucking riot outside the Capitol, opened the doors and said, let them in and let them see how democracy works. Oh, I thought we were talking about 1871, but okay. No, and no, no, back up then. Not, we're not going all the way back to 1871, <laughs> but back up to the 80s when, I'm sorry, a very left-wing radical communist group bombed the Capitol, actually set off a bomb in the Capitol. And her ass went to jail until Bill Clinton fucking pardoned her. And guess what? Now she's the head of Black Lives Matter. Well, so tell me that this shit has never happened in the Capitol before, because I'm sorry. I've a never couple, said that. A couple hundred, not you, a couple hundred people wandering, literally wandering around the Capitol with the cops pointing out cool things to see, them staying inside the velvet ropes and gazing around like tourists, that is not an armed insurrection. Well, this is, it's really funny too that you brought that up because one of the other points I wanted to bring up, it's something I wanted to tell you about this exact thing, is that Ben Shapiro, he must listen to us. <laughs> you think? Because <laughs> yeah, he tried to deepen his voice the other day. Oh, did he? Yeah, he actually tried to talk like a man. He's like, wow. No. Me, hey, um, we, we got a comment that so, someone ben, agreed ben with me about Ben Shapiro's voice. So maybe he anyway, does listen to I, I think he does. But either way, <laughs> hey, Ben, look, I, I listen to you all the time. I listen to you every day. Uh, He's deaf, by the way. So I do not agree with you all the time. Uh, but there are there have been days, uh, you know the days that I've agreed with you because I've repeated your shit here. Um, and I always say that, hey, Ben Shapiro said this on his show and I thought it was hysterical and I think it's funny. Um, but either way, um, one of the things that I thought uh, was uh, comical this week that he brought up talking about this exact thing uh, when it comes to the riots and everything else that took place at the Capitol is he quit calling it an insurrection. Good, because he it wasn't. started calling it riots. He's back to calling it riots. He obviously listens to us because I called him out on the whole armed insurrection thing, which I thought was bullshit from the get go because they were trying to say, I was like, no, there's, there's going to be a lot more dead cops. If we were armed, there'd be some dead senators. There'd be some dead congressmen. There'd be just some dead cops because would, tell you what, we wouldn't have stopped and we would have sat there. We would still be in control of the Capitol and, right and now. And there would be buzzards circling the ramparts. Yeah. It yeah. would be pretty ugly. It really would be. Um, we'd um, be executing people and throwing them off the roof of the building. Not like that we're condoning violence. Please don't get the wrong idea. No, this we're not. This is purely hypothetical. Obviously, it didn't happen because we didn't let it happen. We didn't do anything stupid. We didn't. First off, we we didn't go to D.C. with any intent of violence whatsoever. No, we actually just went with the intent of observing and reporting and for all and everybody honestly, that could not be there. We we went with the intent of enjoying our first Trump rally, first and last, and it was amazing. I don't know if it's the last, but it, it was pretty amazing. I gotta say. Well, it might not be the last, but it's the last for four more years. Well, at least two. Maybe, maybe not, because you know I could very i I could see Trump going out right back on the rally scene, not, campaigning not, for people for twenty twenty two at least, in, and not until he's asked, because he kind of made a point, and I, I don't well, know, I don't, if, I don't know. Nikki Haley tried to ask him today. I, I don't know if anybody else <laughs> he heard told that. Her to fuck off. I, I don't know <laughs> if anybody else has heard this yet. All right, but 
uh, if you have not been listening to the MSMs and all the other bullshit out there, uh, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm and, sure you um, haven't been. So let Mick tell you what happened. Uh, one of the big things that did come out of Trump talking the other night on Hannity, and uh, he was also on uh, Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly. He was also on uh, what's OAN. The, the, no, the chick after um, um, after Hannity. Uh, Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram. He was on the Ingram angle, and he did state he said he will go out and campaign for Republicans if asked. However, he has to be asked. He said he will just not go do it. No, absolutely. And I do not blame the guy. Not at all. But it also goes back to what he originally said. He said, look, we all have to get around the Republicans. And I, I'm, I've been pushing it now. This is the third podcast in that I've been pushing it. I'm telling you all, we've got to rally around the Republicans. We've got to put Republicans in office. Whether the Republicans are patriots or whatever, it doesn't matter. We've if got you to get want the to support, rhinos out of office and if get the you patriots want to support, into office. If you want to support um, a patriot that's running, do it. But do something. Don't sit there anymore. Now is the time that we do something. Now is the time that we, this is when all of the fucking retarded liberals, when they lost in 2016, this was the time, this is what they did. They sat there and they said, hey, go do something. Don't just sit there. Don't sit there and talk about it. Don't get on a fucking podcast and talk about it. Go do something. Go get involved with your political party. Go get involved. See what you can do to get the vote out. Well, now it's our turn to do that. But this time, now we we don't have as many people to turn because we've already got we already know we have 75 million people in the back if we get the right person to run. But now what we have to do is we have to concentrate those 75 million on their individual states, on their individual senators and congressmen, and go red in all these states. Not even just the states. I, I shouldn't say trust me, look, we have a at, chance. Looking we at, have on, a stop. chance. Looking at it from the state perspective is too big. Looking at it from the national perspective is way too big. Look at it from your county perspective. Better yet, look at it from your town perspective, right? Because that's where it starts. If you start out with the idea that you're going to change a state election or change a national election, you, you got you to pay your dues. You got to start at the bottom and work your way up. And I'm not saying that you personally are going to run for office. I'm saying that if you want to affect who is going to run for office, it needs to start at the local level. Well, either it way, needs to start at the community level. We have to start pushing folks like, and uh, I never thought in all of my years I would say this one, but Mitch McConnell, look, folks, get the fuck out. It, it's time for him to go. You're done. I, I don't give a fuck what the fuck he said, I don't care how much sense it made. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, he's owned by the CCP. His wife, his wife's parents were on the fucking list of CCP members out of Shanghai. All right. Let's just go ahead. That's again, that could be fucking, I, I can, I can make all sorts of shit in PDFs, babe. And I'm not talking pedophiles. I'm talking, you know, the PDF documents on a computer. I can do all sorts of shit in there. So uh, Australian news media is fake. <laughs> Because that came out of Australia. Look, hun, I don't, I don't know what's real, what's fake anymore. I, I don't know. fucking. If it's not coming so, out of my what? mouth, I have no idea. Even that. If I've not seen it and I can't prove it, guess what? I'm not saying shit. I'm not repeating what a fucking other news source has said unless I can see and actually prove what they're talking about. 
point being is this, all right? Uh, Mitch McConnell's got to go. I listened to him for his fucking 45-minute rant that they tried to say was short on the radio all week this week. Oh, it made sense, though. It made sense. It, you know, it was short. And he got on Trump. Yes, he got on Trump. You know what he did? He went out and he saved his political ass. In fact, he thought he was saving his political ass. No, he he but lost. He it. was digging his own political yep. grave. He's dead. He is. He's absolutely dead to dead. me. He's dead to the rest of the United States. He will be a mite. He was nothing. Like I said last week, uh, he was nothing before. He was nothing during, and he will be nothing afterwards. So, Mitch McConnell, you know. Say la vie and nobody pate, feeling spirit of Sante, go on with your badass self because you're no longer wanted here. You are old, and that is obvious. We need to get some fresh blood in there. What we really need to start doing is finding patriots who are going to step up and run. That's the big thing. And patriots who are under the age of 85, please. Please. Seriously. Something that makes sense. Right. I mean, I mean even if you are above the age of 85, fine, fucking run, but be a patriot and be a patriot throughout. Look, there. a lot of people say, well, there's not a lot you can take from Rush Limbaugh. He was a fucking asshole. He was a homophobe. He was he was misogynistic, blah, 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 blah. All this other bullshit. Whatever. Those are just the haters. Okay. For 50 years, you can go back to his first fucking radio broadcast when he talked about politics in 1986. It was his first radio broadcast where he talked about politics, where ABC put him on the fucking air in New York City. Before it was syndicated all the way across the United States. All right. You can listen to that first broadcast. You can hear the points that he talks about. Hannity brought this up last night and he made it, made such a glaring, perfect point about it how smaller government, how guns, how he wanted freedom of religion, freedom of fucking speech, freedom for the press. He fought for freedom from day one. And if you listen to his last broadcast, you heard. The same exact traits. He is a guy that never changed. This is the point I'm getting at. We need somebody to get in there and to not fucking change. You have to be there from point A to point Z and not change your opinion or your view at all. And just stay there. Just do your thing. But do not change your fucking opinion. Don't start out as a, a fucking uh, Romney Republican and end up as a Romney liberal. I mean, come on. That guy is a fucking retard. I, everybody knows that. I don't even have to say that twice. That's just a known, like, yeah, we already know Romney's a fucking retard. Got it. Point being is this is where we're at. We have to do this. We have to do this if uh, we want to take control. And I, I think this is the best way to go right now. Um, I, I completely agree that, yes, eventually a third party does need to be started. We continue to get more and more votes. More and more people are polling in the direction of a third party, and that third party is going towards the Patriots. No arguments there. But we have to, if we're going to do this right now between 20, between now and 2024, our best bet is just to fucking take over the Republican Party. Really? Do, it's between now and 2022 because, I mean, 2022 starts now. That's next year. You know, well, obviously. Yeah. But really, though, between now and 2024, our big thing, you got to remember, uh, Warnock, that retard, he comes up for a re-election next year. Oh, yeah. He's up for re-election right off the bat. 
That's fantastic. With and all Purdue's, of the Purdue's running against him. With all of the bullshit that this morons. Oh my god. Wife he, beating. No, uh, fuck child all that. Abuse. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what <laughs> Biden is doing to every possible Democratic runner that starts in 20. 20- Dude, they're fucked. Biden, they are they're, so they're fucked. fucked. Biden has been red pilling everybody every fucking day. I mean, I just want to go back to Monday. I'm going to start Monday night. Biden at his town hall address. Holy shit. He barely, well, first of all, he barely got through the fucker. He actually strung two sentences together with a coherent thought. One of them was, well, we didn't have a vaccine when I came into office. Well, we're not even there yet. Let's start with <laughs> Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping and the Uyghur Muslims. Well, look, you have to understand there's cultural differences. Oh, a genocide is a cultural us, difference. Yeah. Yeah. Us in China. Mm-hmm. And he knows that I'm going to come out against Xi Jinping. He knows that I'm going to say things against him. And I also know that he's going to say things against me. It's a cultural difference that we both understand. So wait a minute. It's okay that it, it's genocide. O- it's okay ha- to kill hundreds of thousands of your own people. Why is that? Because that's a f- what he wants to do here. It is a liberal ideology. Yeah. I want to, I want 50% of the population gone. Hmm. Huh. Hey, hello. Hey, COVID I, got vaccine. Thing, I got this COVID thing. Here I got this go. vaccine for you. Well, no, it was first COVID. Well, now but it's that, the that didn't that didn't, didn't work well enough. enough. Yeah, didn't do no. enough. No, because the flu only kills forty thousand people a year. That's not half the population. So then, and and this is a Shapiro thing. Got to throw it out there right now, right off the bat. Here you go, Ben. If you're listening, you brought up a great point, but you didn't catch on to this point. Ben Shapiro on his show on Tuesday, he played Biden's retort to a couple questions. And then he read the transcript. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I've always understood transcripts to be directly related to what was said. So, for instance, if there was a direct correlation of something said on this show, the transcript on this show would be a word-for-word reproduction of what either I said or what you said. Would that be accurate of what a transcript is? Absolutely. That's why they use the transcript of the the Ukrainian phone call in the first Trump impeachment. So I listened to the actual thing that Biden said in his retort to the question about the Uyghur Muslims and China and everything else and about how Biden thought that it was, uh, well, you know, there's cultural differences and it sounded absolutely retarded. I mean, like, I mean, completely fucking stupid. Did you expect less than that? No, because he's what, 90 and he barely knows where to shit. I mean, ninety percent of the time, if Doctor Jill wasn't there to help him, we're we're gonna have to circle back to that. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, because that's a toilet bowl; it circles around and around and goes down a hole. Circles back; it never comes, never actually comes back. Never actually comes back because it's a it's It's a a turd that kind of floats and stops floating. It's cyclical when it comes near you. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it it dives when it comes near you. Yes. So, uh, then I heard Ben Shapiro read the transcript. And the transcript, all right, so for instance, if I were to write something tonight. God forbid. Time, hold your fucking, <laughs> bite your fucking tongue. If I were to write something tonight and you were to read it, but then you had time to actually edit what I wrote, would it be easier for you to read or would it be harder for you to read? Um, well, if I were to edit what you wrote, I would edit it for like grammar and punctuation and actual, you know, 
cohesive word sentences. Okay. So once I did that, then it would be easier for me to write. For, for, so for when read. Ben Shapiro read what the transcript from Biden's speech on Monday night, and if you don't believe me, please go to Ben Shapiro's show. Uh, it would be Tuesday morning. It would be the Tuesday morning podcast. Um, and I believe it was something like the press covers for Biden again or something was like that was the ti- title of the the uh, whatever the, the podcast. It's only an hour long, but he actually goes in and he reads it and it sounds like um, a fucking genius wrote what the thought process that Joe Biden was supposedly. And you mean to tell me that this 72 year old male who can barely remember his name, who has to look in his underwear to figure out who he is every morning, had this cohesive thought that makes perfect sense when you read it. But when I listen to it, it sounds like my three-year-old's trying to lie to me. Well, three-year-olds generally try to lie to everybody. And there's very little difference between a three-year-old and an 83-year-old, to be quite honest. So, they, but, they but both, my point is- They both lack- is um, it shows that Biden's press team is editing his transcripts so that it makes sense when you read the transcript. But when you actually listen to what the retard's trying to say, it sounds like, well, um, 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 no, I, I like what? vaccines. I, um, I know what um, they did. Um, I like so Toy Story. They took the transcript off the teleprompter. So they wrote his speech. Then they took the transcript off of what he was supposed to say. The problem was is he and didn't not have, what he actually he no, did the say. The problem is is he did not have a teleprompter. Bullshit. Biden he, can't talk without a teleprompter. He was at a town hall. He can't even talk with a teleprompter. Well, then he wasn't listening to the little dude that was talking in his ear. Obviously. Because the fucking midget that was talking in his ear if was he, not if he had, pulling his weight. He would have said, salute the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> So he, other than the editing and transcripts, he comes back out and he says again that there was no vaccine plan, uh, even though on January 11th he was completely vaccinated, which I found hysterical because I'm like, wait no, no, a minute. Not that hey, there was no vaccine retard. plan, that there was no vaccine. Yeah, No, I know. That's what I said. He had no vaccine and there was no vaccine plan. Um, but on January 11th, he was completely vaccinated. And uh, no, not only that, the day he was inaugurated, 1 million Americans were vaccinated. Okay, hold on. Uh, just real quick, let me interject here. I know you're going, but I just have to say, as lethal as the COVID vaccine is, because they've just come out and said that nine out of 10 people will not be injured or die from the COVID vaccine. You know what that means? That means that one out of 10 people, that means that 10% of people will be injured or die from the COVID vaccine. Okay. So Biden's been fully vaccinated. And again, going, going back to, you know, we're talking about how we hate the vile hatred that's coming out of the left over Russia's death, but I just got to throw this out there. No, no, you do not. No, you cannot. I'm going to stop you right here. You're not going to put that out of the air because it's being recorded. Okay. And right. no, I well, do not you know want what? recorded y'all, evidence y'all know in which the you- United States Secret Service <laughs> may have to investigate either one of us. So fuck you very much. I'm going to continue moving on and you're going to shut your mouth. that maybe Great. Biden didn't get the Pfizer so then vaccine. The That's lib, all I'm going to say. The Lib media defended him and they claimed that it was his, uh, his speech impediment. The, actually, the Washington Post said that he has a stutter. You didn't hear him correctly. Oh, okay. Oh, it's just a regular uh, Biden uh, gaffe. Uh, uh, he uh, misspoke. Uh, 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 just like when he said that they developed the biggest, the greatest voter fraud organization ever. He misspoke. 
He missed. Let me tell you, if Trump had ever said anything like that, I, that would be the end of the world. He'd be impeached for, again, again, a third time. Uh, oh, by again. the way, that's another thing we're going to get to just oh, a little bit. The, the oh, twice wait. impeachment thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. we'll. We'll get we'll get to it right now. No, no, we're, we're not. No, we're not. Uh, so then we is keep COVID we're policy? Circle back, so, and we never do. Well, we'll circle back. <laughs> like Jen Pisaki. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden said in his COVID policy too that schools. Uh, he's had people come out and say that uh, schools should never open, and then he's had like Jen Pisaki and some other people come out and say, well, schools should open like for one day a week, and then he comes out this week, like literally Monday morning, he came out and he said. What if schools were open for five days a week? Schools are open for five. Our kids are in school five days a week. I was like, wait a minute. Schools are supposed to be open for five days a week, you fucking retard. Actually, what is this, 1932? 40, and you're walking uphill both ways in the fucking cold with five feet of snow on the ground? Shut the fuck up. Once again, he has um, set a lower goal than what we are already at. I believe I use this in... in all the people in the military out there are going to understand exactly what the fuck I'm saying right now. We used to have these things called NCOERs, <laughs> non-commissioned officer evaluation reports. And uh, one NCO who I thought was so derelict in his duties, and he was absolutely so worthless in his life and his ability to comprehend and to operate. He was an oxygen on, thief. On the space-time continuum. Exactly. He was an oxygen thief. Um one of my bullet points under his leadership traits, and I said that he needs much improvement. I actually X this. This actually went through on an actual formal government document. It said, sets low standards for that of himself and his team and fails to achieve them. <laughs> that says, hi, you're a window licker. I didn't know you're trying to the reach the window <laughs> with your tongue. <laughs> And you can't do it. <laughs> you suck. So well, remember, uh, folks, if it works 60% of the time, it works all the time. <laughs> and yes, I'm stealing that from Anchorman. So <laughs> fuck you, Will Ferrell. All right. So that shit's listen, hysterical. New, Just New like York, Sex Panther. New, New York, New York's having some issues right now. So Times Square right now, there is this huge billboard. No joke. It is a big stop sign. On one side that says noschooljoe.com. And on the other side, on the big side, it says, Hey, Joe, we thought you were going to listen to the science, not special interests. Open schools now. That's in liberal New York. Yeah, that's right? at Rockefeller Center. Yeah. And, uh, but liberal New York, they're, um, they're, <laughs> They, but they're they, having all sorts of they problems. They might be going well, the way gonna, of California. We're getting real we're getting, soon. We're going to get to Cuomo. Real but soon. 100 days. He said 100 days. He wants his original claim was 100 days. Within his first 100 days, he wanted the schools back up. Then it changed to within the 100 days, he wanted 50% of the schools back open for one day a week of learning. We're already there. Well, that has been changed yet again. Now he wants. 50% of the K through eight schools open for one day a week of in-person learning. And those are the first ones to open. And they're the most important ones right now for families to get back to work. Um, hey, Joe, when are you going to walk that one back? That's funny because- What do you want to bet by tomorrow, by Friday, I'm calling this right now, by Friday, uh, February 19th, that too is going to be walked back and he's going to have a new statement. 
Well, because uh, he already got called out on that one, that more than 50% of the K through eight schools are already open for in-person learning more than one day a week. No, no, no. He wants public, public. That is public schools because he, I'm sorry, Biden's world only consists of New York, California, Washington, D.C. That's correct. Right? That's all that's important the, to him. The rest those of the, the country, three blue right? States. The rest of the country where people actually live, more than 50% of K through eight schools are open for more than one day a week for in-person learning. Now, I got to throw this out there too, since you brought it up. California, Devin, uh, this new guy, uh, Davin or Devin Cox, uh, the guy that's running for, to challenge, uh, uh, the recall. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. If yeah. the recall goes through, the recall's already. Got, I mean, it's they well, already got the signatures. They got the signatures. They but which is really funny still because has to go through the on. state senate. Now, and all now, that. now they're calling for get this. Now they're calling for signature verification on the on, signatures on Newsom's for the, yeah. recall. I think that's but fucking they hysterical. didn't do it for they didn't the do elections. It for Trump's election. They but. didn't give a fuck about signature verification nope. during the elections. But now, now that Nancy Pelosi's nephew might be recalled. Yep. Oh my God. Understand we have to this check is, all the oh, signatures. Oh yeah. In case anybody wasn't aware of this, and I am not one that follows California fucking election bullshit. I don't follow California politics, but yet Gavin Newsom and Nancy Pelosi are connected. Related? They're blood. all fucking related. They're all related. Come well, on. Well, it's one line, and everybody knows it goes back to Kennedy. But my point is this: they're related. He got his job because his Great aunt is Nancy. Knows how he said great aunt. Well, because she's old as like fucking seri- dirt. Seriously, literally, there's some dirt out there that's younger than she is. Like we're kind of old, and she could be our grandmother easily for maybe, for real. Well, maybe one tenant. but either way, the point is is that Gavin Newsom. Uh, I don't know who this new Cox guy is. So any of my California listeners, I know we've got tons of them out there. So do me a favor, please, and send us some stuff on this new guy. I want to know some more about him. I wanted, I've got family that live in California too. I'd love to get my family behind the Republican candidate that's going to run. If Do you realize what happens to the state of California if a Republican wins that state as governor? Oh, it will finally actually be red as we know it's been for if, quite some time if they are a republican a true republican because a patriot remember not a rhino arnold schwarzenegger ran as a republican okay arnold schwarzenegger california is an actor there is no fucking way on god's green earth this is anyone what, can consider him a republican this is what i said he's still a lefty and I, I, I don't understand what Californians were thinking when they elected Arnold Schwarzenegger, not once, but twice. Well, because mind you, Arnold Schwarzenegger also initially won over a recall. So it was, you know, the, the best of two bad options. I guess so. But either Isn't way, that how it always is in politics these days, though? I think it is. But either way, I don't know much about this new guy, Cox. I, I kind of want to know some more about him. Um so, hey, any of our California listen- listeners out there, if you've already seen some shit floating around the internet, please feel free to drop it in our inbox. Love to read some more about him so I can be a little bit more educated about who he is and where he stands on things. I'd love to find out if he's a patriot or not. I I think he's coming from Northern California, which would mean he's definitely very red because Northern California was the part of the state that was actually trying to cut themselves off from the rest yeah, of California. Yeah, they wanted to secede. Say, hey, look- 
we have North and South Korea. Why can't we have North and South California? <laughs> yeah. They want it to be new California, like new Nevada. I, I don't blame them. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I, I completely Nevada's agree. Doing the Shit. Same thing. My, my brother, uh, my cousin used to work up there. He was a cop up there. He loved it up there. Um, he, he had to move back South. Unfortunately, he's back in San Diego now and it's like a bunch of liberals down there, but he loved it when he was up there because they were all a bunch of gun toting Republicans. They weren't scared to defend themselves. Um, and he had no pro- cops. You would be so surprised the way cops are around legal gun owners and illegal gun owners, because I know my time as a cop, I would have much rather be around legal gun owners than illegal gun owners, because I know the legal ones are following the fucking rules because they don't want to r- lose their right to carry their weapons. I know the illegal ones don't give a shit about the rules. Yeah, because they didn't have the right to carry the weapons probably in the first place. So if it gets taken away from them, they don't give a shit. They have nothing to lose. So anyway, again, back to my our folks that listen to us that are in California, please, if you got some more info, send it our way. Um, but let's let's now let's let's move on to Gavin Newsom's um oh, partner in crime, uh doppelganger, soul brother, fucking Opposite coast mafia boss. Well, we're going to get to him because I've got some other things I've got to bring up first. I've got some other things. You're I, killing no, me. No, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. We'll get to the mafioso part because trust me, I got some things to add to that one. Uh, but Joe Biden was asked a very point blank question. So has uh, old Jen Psaki has been asked this. And the vice president, uh, uh, she's Pre- the president, press secretary. President Harris? No. The vice president's press secretary was asked this question. All three of them have been asked this question within the last week. Hmm. When can things go back to normal? Jed Pasaki's response. Well, we're going to circle back to that. <laughs> uh, of course, old crazy Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, where am I? And then uh, the vice president presser. It, she's quite, I, I don't know her name. But she was quite funny because this – I actually have – I have to give some props to CNN here because the guy from CNN went after her four different times and she could not give an accurate response. And Are you sure he was from CNN? Or yep, did 100% he just, like, positive. Nope. Did he just he beat actually, up the CNN reporter in the alley and steal his press badge? He actually got pissed off to the point like, I'm going to ask you one more time and maybe I'll get a different answer. Like I'm praying I get a fucking okay, what different did, answer. what did he ask? When can things go back to normal was the first question. Uh-huh. The fourth question was when COVID is, when we have enough vaccines out there, when we have everything out there, when is everything going to be able to go back to the way it used to be? Can I take the stupid mask off my face? And this was her reply. Not that I wear one. Well, the president and the vice president both believe that when enough vaccines are out there, oh, I like vaccines. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, I like Toy Story. I'm sorry, what? What does that have to do with any of this? Wait, what? No, that was like literally what she was saying. She is so fucking daft that she was trying to play this off on the CNN reporter. And the CNN reporter was literally like losing his fucking mind. He was like, all right, I'm not getting anywhere with you. I'm going to try one more time. And he gave her like five shots to get this right. Five times. She tried to two-step her way out of every fucking question he asked. And he was just finally like, you know what? You're right. You're not going anywhere. You have a good day. And like walked away. And that was it. That was the end of the interview. So do you think she's going to succeed as um, the president's press secretary when 
They uh, crazy Joe dies when they boot Biden out on the 25th Amendment and, and boost up Kamala or Camel Toe because she's already starting to play presidential press duties. Well, you know? it's funny because, you know, what she said that I thought was really ironic this hmm. week. She said on Tuesday, I want to say it was Tuesday, it was Tuesday afternoon, I believe. Yeah, it was Tuesday afternoon because it was, uh, Wednesday was when Rush died. Yes, yeah, so it was Tuesday. Okay. So Tuesday afternoon, she said that um, she did not think that things were going to go back to normal till twenty uh, February 2023. That's pretty specific. You want to know why that is? Why is that? What's in 2022? The, the next election? What do they got to keep going for at least another couple of years? Oh, yeah. They got to keep mail-in voting. They got to keep. Absolutely. No, they got to keep mail-in voting going. Yeah. They've got to be able to find another way to fraudulently. It's Look, the fact that you bring up the fraudulent votes and everything else, it's not that I do not believe that it happened. We know it happened. My point is this. It has to go in front of a court of law. It has to withstand all the fucking, all the same shit that any other normal evidence would have to endure in a court of law. Without that happening, it doesn't mean dick at the end. The point is, it doesn't mean that I don't think it happened. Because you and I both know that there was some really hinky shit that took place in this election. The point is, is that they covered it up so well. They didn't even really. They didn't co- even cover it they up. They didn't even cover it up really Just well. Everything is corrupt. There's just they blocked it from uh, being seen. It's not that they did not present it in the Trump's team. You got to admit, there's some failure on Trump's team, as there is failure on the Republican side, and there were failures on the liberal side. The last time they've had a lot of time to correct this, they failed in 2016 bigger than shit. They knew what was coming up. They failed in 2018 with Stacey Abrams. And Stacey Abrams went on the fucking rant for two years. She's still doing it today. Yeah, she's still I'm the governor of Georgia. <laughs> no, yeah. you're not, bitch. Yeah, no, Brian Kemp is, not. and I, I don't even like admitting that. I almost puked just saying that right now. <laughs> I'm not even, I, I'm pretty sure he is not going to be reelected. I was this close to confronting him today. Personally, physically confronting him today. But the, my my point is this, folks. It's not that I do not believe it happened. I do believe it happened. I do believe there was some hinky shit that took place. There is not. Don't get my hopes up. Don't fart in my face and call it fucking roses and say, oh, did somebody burn some popcorn? I'm not going to buy it. There's bullshit afoot. There's been bullshit afoot since the beginning of this. My point is this is unless it's going in front of a judge, unless it's going to have some absolute change or impact to what's already taken place, because what you don't understand is for them to remove Biden right now, it would take a lot. And we do not have that a lot to take. If you don't understand what I'm under, what I'm talking about, please go read your constitution. It's in the constitution. It would take more than a two thirds vote. It's one of the few times that it would require a three quarters vote from a joint session of Congress for that to, to happen. And it is, you know what a unicorn is? It's like an Irishman with a big dick. That's a <laughs> unicorn. Okay. That's what it requires. You're not going to find that. And I'm not talking a big dick around. I'm talking a big dick like long, like a baby's arm sticking out of the middle. Because then we'd be tripods. We wouldn't be called the Irishman. 
All right. We'd be able to lean against our canes. All right. Well, we'll get to chesticles in a bit, but, um, well, hold on. I'm, I'm getting actually to Cuomo. So you might want to just hold well, your horses uh, b- real quick. Before we, before we get to New York, because now I'm going to back off of that. I just want to bring up one more thing about DC. Okay. Well, two things. Okay. So miss, miss Pelosi, that dumb fucking cunt. Um, she is calling for a 9-11 style commission to look into the riots on January 6th. No, she's called for that. Okay. Well, she's called for that. She's called for it. It's, I find it really interesting because- Because she's um, going to be like the primary witness in most yes. of it. Yes. So Tom Cotton, I, I'm on the fence about Tom Cotton. I go back and forth. Sometimes he's a douche and sometimes he's okay. Um, but- yeah, so exactly. I'm on the fence. Sometimes it's 50% he's a douche, 50% he's okay, it, which is, I guess, better odds than most politicians. So we'll, we'll, we'll go with okay. So he went on Fox News and he said, um, it's time to send the troops home because, mind you, there are still thousands of National Guard troops in D.C. They are still sleeping in parking garages, all right? All that uproar about them sleeping in the parking garage with two bathrooms, one power outlet. Guess what happened? Nothing. They're still in the parking garages, right? But anyway, Tom Cotton said, look, there are too many, too many troops left in Washington. I'm not aware of any threat to justify continued presence today around the Capitol, much less in the fall. I believe there's close to 7,300 troops still remaining in D.C. Right and 5,000 of them are going to stay through, I've heard, next, next through year. the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So back to Tom Cotton. He said, I think Nancy Pelosi will have a lot of questions to answer about what she knew leading up to the riot on January 6th. There is a clear failure by the security leaders on Capitol Hill to prepare for January 6th. Time out one second. I'm just interrupting for one second. Mm -hmm. Notice what he said. Yeah. He's one of the few first Republicans. This is where I give Tom Cotton a little credit. Like I'll throw him a ball every once in a while. Yeah. This would be a bone that I'm throwing him. Yeah. He actually said, what did he say? Read that line again, what you just said. I think Nancy Pelosi will have a lot of questions to answer about what she knew leading up to the riot. Whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. Go back, go back four words, five words. Nancy Pelosi will have a lot of questions to answer. About the about what she knew leading up to the riot. Riot. Okay. Hear that 6th. word. Hear riot. that word. Mm-hmm. He's one of the few Republicans that doesn't that call it an insurrection. Does not call it an insurrection. Mm-hmm. That's why I give Tom Cotton a little bit more credit because there have been some because guess other what? Republicans. He was there since Mitch McConnell. This is my thing about the January sixth. I thought maybe we talked about it last week. I listened to last week's and I said, you know what? We really didn't talk about it. Tell me something. Hmm. Why were there so many fucking Republicans sitting in their office drinking coffee while everybody else is fucking pulling their hair out, going crazy? Because they were in the cannon building. Okay, minus that. But why were they drinking coffee, like chilling, like? Because they they weren't scared. Because they knew we weren't armed. Because we abide by the law. This is my point, people. You have so many Republicans that were in their offices. Shit, I if I, if it were me after sitting in that fucking chamber for that long, I would have been in there sipping whiskey. If it I would were, have been like, no, look, no. I've got to go back into this fucking chamber. I'm going to pull my hair out. I'm going to stab myself in the eyeballs with fucking staples. I'm going to find shit in my desk just to po- no. poke myself, the difference keep myself is, awake. If it was you or I, and more likely I than you, because I have a better chance of ever being elected to office than you do. 
Because you're, you're an asshole. Um, you're damn right. <laughs> but regardless, if it was I or you, we we wouldn't have gone to our offices and drank a cup of coffee. We would have gone outside on the Capitol steps and we would have spoken to the crowd to calm them the fuck down. Because as we were in the crowd, that's what we were waiting for. That's what we were looking for. We were expecting a rally. We were expecting speakers. We were expecting them to come out and talk to us and tell us what the fuck was going on. The fact that we knew nothing because they were jamming all the internet signals and jamming all the cellular signals and we had no idea what was going on, that I think contributed as much to the frustration as anything else, if not more than anything else, because we knew nothing about what was going. It literally would have taken one senator or one congressman to come out. Or congresswoman. Or congresswoman. We're not sexist. Right? No, One absolutely. of the two of you. No. Okay? Because If with, he actually came out and talked to the crowd, you probably would have been hoisted up and fucking, you could have crowd surfed for like at least a good four hours. Yeah. Because 6.7 million people. And not hoisted people, up with a rope, but like hoisted up actually like crowd surfing like a fucking rave. Like, hey, like, hey no, we're no, celebrating fuck a rave. you. This You're is like a rock concert. awesome. Yes. You're, thank you for coming yes. out and tell us what's going exactly. on. Exactly. You could have crowd surfed all the way to the back of the crowd and back to the front. You could have said, well, I got to get back to Senate. They would have sent you right back to the front and That's everybody would have passed you right all we wanted out. was That's someone it. to come out and tell us what the fuck was going on. So anyway, back to Tom Cotton. He said, there was a clear failure by the security leaders on Capitol Hill to prepare for January 6th. So one more interruption. Who was in charge of that security? Nancy Pelosi. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. On. Nancy, you're going to be answering some questions. Sorry for you. Officers of the Capitol Police performed bravely, but their right to have no confidence in their leadership. I think we talked about this in the last podcast that they they voted no confidence in their leadership, as well they should. Three of their leaders, not just one. Oh, a bunch of them. Yeah. So uh, that doesn't mean, though, that we should turn the Capitol into an armed fortress or camp for thousands of soldiers. It means we should use common sense and assess the threats that we face and respond accordingly. That big anti-riot fence with razor wire around the Capitol, it went up overnight after January 6th. And get this, ready for this one? It's been extended. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if anybody else has been keeping up with this. Uh, I was actually, and I, I, I haven't actually, I actually sent, hey, QDOT, if you're fucking listening to this, dude, answer my text, dick. I've been trying to get some inside intel on the fucking ground, what's going on in D.C. But I, from what I understand, that fence has actually been pushed out to encompass now the White House grounds and the Washington Capitol grounds. So it's actually – it's pushed all the way out around where the ellipse was. It now covers that whole section of Constitution right there from That's the Capitol. Like fucking four square miles. Yeah, it's four miles. That's four miles of fucking area that Jesus it covers. Jesus Christ. And now they've covered all of that. And why? What threat? I mean, I can't believe the Secret Service is cool with this. Well, that's exactly what Tom Cotton's asking. He said, if, for instance, Joe Biden comes to the Capitol and and gives a joint session speech in the next few weeks, as new presidents tend to do, what's that called? Yeah, it's called the State of the Union. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And uh, what's the date? When's the date on that one? February 23rd, but no one's talked about anything. Yeah. No, I actually heard about it today. Hmm. Have they confirmed it? uh, I did hear. Today, that supposedly on the 23rd of February, he will be given a state of the union. However, you know how there's normally a formal invitation sent out to all senators and yeah. all the... Con- no? No. Nope. Nobody's gotten one. Okay. Well, all right. So Cotton said, uh, obviously, there will be an increased security posture at that time. 
But Congress isn't even in session this week, yet we have thousands of troops guarding the Capitol where congressmen and senators and their staff work at a time when the security threats simply do not justify it, at least to my knowledge. If they do, Nancy Pelosi needs to come forth and explain why they do. Normally, when the president gives the State of the Union, it's normally given it on a week in which uh, both the House and the Senate are not in session. And there's a reason for that. So that way they all can attend the speech. Wouldn't it be when they were in session? Because that's when they're in D.C. When they're not in session, they tend to go home, right? They do tend to go home, but that is one of the few times that they're required to be still in D.C. for the speech. But the reason that they're not given... They're, they don't do it while they're in session because there can be still shit going yeah, on, committee hearings and shit that's going cr- on. Yeah, you know what? I noticed that. The because se- State of the Union. Here's a question. And this is just totally just, I don't understand this. For me, I don't know about you. I do know about you, but for you, for all your listening out there, my working day starts at 8 a.m. Listener world. Okay. My working day starts at 8 a.m. How the fuck does Congress's or Senate's working day start at noon or one in the afternoon? No, no, no. The fuck is that all about? What exactly are you referring to? I'm I'm talking about like the impeachment okay. trials of the Senate that, that started in the a, middle of the afternoon. That is a trial. That is a completely like they still have to have time in the morning to do their normal daily business. You got to understand their day starts. I, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. Sure, I, I I had a kid. Uh, he was a, a staffer. That I fucking that kid worked. Granted, don't get me wrong. He's a great big pussy too, but there was babe around you. Almost everyone's a pussy. I I used to take the snow that was piled up on my car, and we're going to talk about snow too. When when I had to go to work, um, I would take that snow, and when I knew because there was more than an inch of snow on the ground, I knew he wasn't going to work. I would bury his car in snow. <laughs> and then when I oh, came this is home when you were living in DC. in DC, when I came <laughs> home from work, all of that snow was off of his car and in my parking spot. And I was like, Oh, that motherfucker got me back. And he thought he got me back. Well, then I took the snow and I actually packed it in the door in the cre- crevices <laughs> on the door. And then I took water and I refroze it. <laughs> So it was all like an ice cube in the door seams and everything else. So for him to open that door, it took him and the Hulk to get that bitch open. So, in the morning. so basically it looks like um, most living rooms in Texas these days. <clears throat> Just about. Okay. But before we get to that. Yeah. Because uh, we got we to gotta cover New York first. All right. Before all right. we go south, we got to go north. All right. Okay. So Fauci. Fauci, that fucking funny little fucker. He's a fucking mobster too. He is a mobster. You know what? He's the doctor to the mob. You remember that role that Billy Crystal played in that mob movie where he was the doctor to the mob or he's the psychologist to the mob? That's what Fauci is. Fauci covered for Cuomo. Fauci said, well, you know, he's the model governor. If you remember, he used to say he was the model governor. He was everything that is right in this world. It's the governor that you want in charge of your state. Well, when Fauci was asked a direct question this week, about Cuomo covering up the deaths in nursing homes. Fauci said, well, I I can't comment on that right now because I'm afraid that my comments will be taken out of context. Oh, well, why didn't you think about doing that before when you changed your mind on masks or the 37 different times that you changed your mind about school reopenings or better yet the 935 times that you changed your position on the transmission rate of COVID. 
When are, why didn't mm. you shut up back then? Why are you just going to shut up now? Because he was following the science. No, no, no. Because he knows where his bread's buttered. His bread's buttered right now with the liberals. I was being he, entirely facetious by the And point. it would be to science, not the science. It's to science. Get real. Either way, this brings you up to Cuomo. So have fun. Hey, I'm, I'm giving you the mic. Take it. <laughs> Go, babe. Oh, God. Cuomo. Let's so, talk about this fucking stupid Italian retard. Okay. So Cuomo. And and don't get him confused with his brother on CNN because the the retarded brother on CNN is the one it's with- Fredo. The, that's Fredo. The, the one with the barbells and the nipples. That's, that's Fredo. That's Fredo on CNN. Okay. Um, Governor Cuomo of New York- Initially, it was reported that he sent, what, like 8,000 people to nursing homes. Well, in fact, it was closer to double that. But it wasn't just old people that he sent to nursing homes. He sent young people to nursing homes. Literally, he was sending 25, 30, 35-year-old people that were sick with COVID to nursing homes when he had the big fucking naval ship sitting in his harbor empty. The Javits Center, empty, top of the line medical care. But, but no, we're going to send them to nursing homes. He was following to science. No, no. You know what he was doing? He didn't want to make Trump look good. Exactly. Oh, no, I know that. Trump provided the ship. Trump provided the Javits but, Center. But remember. All the, the army, all the medical equipment in the Javits Center, all of that. Well, that the was, army was in there. Yeah. And they were standing I mean. around twiddling they, their literally, thumbs. I know, because you talked to a friend of yours, yeah. an army doctor, and you're like, dude, what's going on in New York? We're like hearing people are dying in the streets. And you're No, friend- actually, no, no, no. I heard from a, a friend of mine who used to be in the army. He is now a doctor in New York City, works in Manhattan. And he told me that- uh, what are you talking about? Because I called him. I was like, dude, I heard that like everything's like going crazy. You've got bodies stacked in the street. And he goes, what are you talking about? We got nothing. I said, uh, dude, I, I just heard it on the news. Like they're talking about it down here in like Georgia. They're, they, they're calling like, for extra refrigeration trucks like, to store bodies no, no. in. Well, no, the reason I, I asked him about it is because they were asking EMTs and paramedics from here if we wanted to go up to New York or those with knowledge of New York City yeah. to go up there and actually work up there. Oh, by the way, those EMTs and those paramedics who actually volunteered to go up there, um, they were taxed at New York rates. They were not taxed at Georgia rates. (laughs) Wow. So they didn't get dick in the way of money. That's some shit. But they still got paid at Georgia rates. Yeah, they still got paid at Georgia rates. Which is like half of what you make in New York. Not even. They got taxed at New York rates. Literally, you make thirty grand a year as a paramedic in Georgia. Not even, not 28, even tw- twenty eight. You make you start at sixty five in New York or somewhere around there. So yeah, like no, like if you're a paramedic, it's ninety. Yeah, you're okay. almost at ninety thousand yeah, dollars a year. No shit. So okay, so you make a third of what you make in Georgia, as per what you make in New York. But Correct. they were taxed at the New York rate. That's so, fucking ridiculous. So anyway, I I call my buddy and his last name. Uh, well, I'm not even going to go into that. But anyway, I call my buddy and he, I said he, he also sounds like a mafia guy. I said, dude. I said, what the fuck's going on up there? I, you guys got bodies in the street. I was like, he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I heard like on the news, they're talking about it down here. I was like, I'm actually thinking about volunteering to come up there. I was just like, I want to know I got a place to stay and get some real good food, you know, when I'm up there. And he goes, dude, don't bring your ass up here. There's nothing to do. I said, what are you talking about? And understand my buddy, he's an ER doctor. He is not a, he doesn't work in like ICU. He doesn't work in a a triage unit. No, he works in the ER at a very prominent hospital in downtown Manhattan. He said, dude. 
I played more Tetris on my phone than I've ever played my whole entire. I'm like, Tetris on your phone? Do they even still make that? He's like, yeah, they still make it, dude. You got to <laughs> download the stupid. I was like, dude, I don't. I was joking. But <laughs> He's no, gonna seriously. He's going to Tetris World Championship. Seriously. <laughs> Besides Joe Bob is going to bet on him. <laughs> he might. He's an ER doc and he's telling me, dude, I was playing Tetris the whole time. I, I don't know what you're talking about because we didn't have anybody. The hospitals were empty at the time that they were saying in the news that everything was blowing up. My parents were telling, oh, it's the end of the world up here. Everybody's dying from COVID. Nobody was dying from COVID. Nobody was going to the hospital. Nobody went near the hospitals because they were scared to death of the fucking hospitals because they knew if they went to the hospital, they were getting COVID and they were dying. Yeah, they were getting COVID. Then they were getting put on a ventilator that were and then sent know, to a nursing was, home was stored somewhere else. Um, and then they were either going to die on the ventilator, or if they weren't put on a ventilator, they were going to get sent to a nursing home. There were no, there was nobody in the hospitals because the nursing homes were literally overflowing. So now they're saying upwards of sixteen thousand people died, and that blood is directly on Cuomo's hands. But it gets better. Oh, it does. Or oh, worse. Hold on. No, no, no. I've got more. You told me this was on me. No, 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 I know. No, oh, I'm yeah. saying, you remember yeah, yeah. the guy that oh, does yeah. the, the, oh, the, no. the seal, I've got, the, I've got the water more. seal, you know, yeah. the guy on the water yeah. seal who does all the water yes, seal commercials? Yes, but I've got more. I've got more. Flex seal. Flex yes. seal. Yeah. Go. Cuomo needs some flex seal on his political career. On his butthole. Seriously. Because so. Bubba's about to round that <laughs> shit out. So it, in a, in a, now this was not a whistleblower thing. This was a private conversation it just happened to be recorded and, and got out in the public forum as oh, these was, things uh, tend guy. to do. Da, 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 da. So um, Melissa DeRosa, who is Cuomo's aide. That did come out. She, no, well, this was a private conversation. She she said, no, she was not a whistleblower. She came out in a private conversation on a phone call that happened to be recorded saying that Cuomo directed her or they covered up Wait a minute. Evidence. Hold on a second. You just said that it was a a, a phone conversation that was recorded. Before, I, I just want to clarify this mm -hmm. because now we're getting into admissibility and admissibility. Ah, but it was a, it, I'm sorry. It was a Zoom call. I think oh, it was. Oh, if it's Zoom. So that's Oh, different shit. That opens, because that's public yeah, forum. No, that's that, not, that's that not a That opens the floodgates. Yeah, that correct. opens the yes. floodgates. There's no thought of privacy there. Correct. If so, it was a phone call. Yeah. In, especially in New York. It wasn't it wasn't a one-on-one. -on -one. It was a You have to have it, a two-party consent. It was a, it was in New a York. conference call. Okay. Well then okay. yeah, that's yeah. that's so, huge. That's conference huge. call. That's huge. Where she said that they covered up the information that the DOJ was requesting about Trump's. the nursing home no, no, death. Trump. Trump's she DOJ. Used, she used the okay. name Trump. Trump's DOJ was requesting information and they covered it. I don't give a fuck who the president is when you deliberately hide, cover up information or that manufacture the evidence. DOJ is requesting. Yeah, well, they've already gotten away with that. They don't give a fuck about that anymore. But when you hide information that the DOJ is requesting, guess what? Your ass is going to jail, right? But wait, you hear but that? wait, I've got more. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's Flex Seal, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. So this one did come out. Okay. Oh, out of the closet? <laughs> yeah. No, no. I don't think he's Hi guys. He's, look at me. No, no. He's he's not gay. He's he's There's got no kids. There's no wrong hole in my Navy. Okay. And uh, okay. So, and he's a Democrat because they're all Democrats in New York. <laughs> they're all Democrats in New York. 
Democratic Assemblyman Ron Kim told CNN, and CNN actually reported on this because guess what? Oh, they've totally flipped. They're all like anti-Cuomo. Even his brother has now started coming out and questioning Governor Cuomo. Don't, don't you all remember when Governor, governor Cuomo was the greatest governor in the world. No. He, yeah, oh, no, no. According to CNN, I never according to them. NBC, I never according to CBS, yeah, I watched them either. everybody said that Governor Cuomo was the greatest governor. Because he wrote ever- a book and got an Emmy for killing 16,000 people. And he walked on water. He yeah. walked on water. He turned water into wine. Uh, actually, I think and he it turned, was the he, bread of he turned bread of life. he turned life into death. Okay, well, that's well, what he did. That's the other thing he did. But the point is, is that he was the greatest governor ever. Yeah. Now, 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 now look now, where, not so, look at it, how it is rats fleeing off a sinking ship, and they are talking about on each other and fucking culture. eating each other I mean, like this is, nothing else. I, I want to videotape this shit. Okay. I want you all to see this shit because it is hysterical. Hysterical. All right. So here's the more Democratic Assemblyman Ron Kim told CNN that he received a call on his cell phone from the governor last week while he was bathing his children at home. I will fucking end you. Not gay because he, or at least not out because he has kids. Anyway, so not that there's anything wrong with being gay. You do you, just let me do me. Anywho. He's just not pretending. this This is direct from Ron Kim. Quote, Governor Cuomo called me directly on Thursday to threaten my career if I did not cover up for Melissa DeRosa and what she said. He tried to pressure me to issue a statement, and it was a very traumatizing experience. I will end you. Kim said, uh, Cuomo proceeded to tell the assemblymen that we're in this business together and we don't cross certain lines. And he said, I haven't seen his wrath and that he can destroy me. I will end you. Yeah, he can destroy me. That's some fucked up shit. So, um, by the way, oh, and and I think here's why Democratic Assemblyman Ron Kim is coming out against Cuomo. His uncle died in a New York nursing home. Mm. Mm. So he told MSNBC, Cuomo called me and berated me, yelled at me. He told me that my career would be over if I didn't lie and asked me to cover up a crime. Mm. Wow. Hey, Cuomo? So Cuomo asked him to cover up a a crime. So guess what? That means Cuomo knowingly committed a crime. And right now he is under investigation by both the DOJ in New York, the federal DOJ in New York and the FBI, uh, which I'm kind of amazed that it took him this long to fucking do that. I thought that should have happened under Trump. Okay, I'm sorry, but... Janet Dean has been screaming about this yep. for a oh, year yeah, I know since her in-laws were killed in the nursing homes by Cuomo. And she has called Cuomo out over and over and over again, flat out saying, you killed my in-laws. Yep. You deprived my children of their grandparents that they saw all the time. Yep. That, that are now such dead an because integral of you. part of, of our lives. Yep. And they're now dead because of you. And everyone came out against Janet Dean and they're like, why are you beating a dead horse? Why are you still on this? Give it up already. Well, you know what? Good on Janet Dean, because now the truth is coming to light. And it's about damn time. If you keep talking about it, if you don't let them forget about it, guess what? The truth will eventually out. And that's why I'm still hung up on election fraud. 
I don't give a shit if everyone else tells me to stop talking about it. It's over. There's nothing you can it's, do about it's it. Not that you know I'm, what? I, I'm, I'm not, not talking you that. at you. Uh, I'm not, I'm not you talking that. at you. You are. You're looking right at me, throwing <laughs> your finger at me. If you had a knife, I would have been stabbed 22 different times right now. I'm telling you right now, you are talking at me, and that's fine. I, I'll take the beating. The point is this: it has to change the outcome of the election, and right now. For that to happen, you have to have so much overwhelming evidence. We're talking, we're not talking a two-thirds vote. A two-thirds vote is a menial challenge at most parts for most legal-minded individuals. We're talking a three-quarters vote. That's even worse. That's, wow. e- that's, that is a fucking, uh, a leprechaun with a really big dick. We're, we're going to have to circle back to that. We will. <laughs> Because Kamala Harris came out and she said again, yet again, where this has got to be at least seven or eight times now. She's come out and said that there was no plan when her and Joe Biden took the office of the president. No plan for the vaccine no plan. distribution. No plan. And Fauci no, 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 has literally no, no, come no, out no, against no, no, her. No, actually said there was no plan whatsoever. No plan. No, Fauci didn't. Fauci defended her. No, no. Fauci came out. No, he, no, no, no. No, he, he Fauci out came said, out. Initially, yes, he did. He, yes. He's done flip flop again. Oh, of course he did. Never mind. I should have known. Yeah, I was about to say. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Okay. He is flip flop Fauci. Seriously, like I want to uh, buy the the man a pair of flip flops and just send them to him. Because- he said. He said. Um, I think what she was really trying to say is that the vaccine was here, but there was no real plan to put it in people's arms. Which is why we were over uh, a million doses a day. 1.5 million doses a day. When Biden took over? Mm. Hmm. We've actually fallen off from that, if you're not aware. Significantly. One point, I, the last last one done was 1.13 million was done. I believe it was well, like, the last time it was counted was like last week. Y- you know what it is now? It, initially, everyone was lining up to get the vaccine. Well, now it's, well, but I don't all know those, if this is all good the, for Hold us. on. All those people that were lining up to the vaccine, they got the vaccine. The rest of us are like, fuck you. No, we're good. Thank you. Uh, in a hundred years, you've not come up with a cure for cancer. In 50 years, you've not come up with a cure for AIDS, but we should trust a cure that you came up with for the fucking China flu in nine months. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. No, thank you. Um, so and now they're starting to talk on the news at the, the little bit of drive by media that you force me to watch on a daily basis, but they're talking about how, well, we, we really need to encourage people to take the vaccine. And there, uh, Biden wants to put like a billion dollars or some ridiculous amount of money into talking up the vaccine my and favorite getting is, people to take the vaccine. My favorite is you haven't heard the best part. Hmm. 30% so, of the military is refusing to take the vaccine. No, well, that, that whatever. That's true, too. I don't give a fuck about that. My favorite part, actually, was the fact that Biden's now trying to convince uh, famous black actors to go out on tape and take the vaccine in front of their constituents to get them. I was like, please. Okay. Well, please. Yeah, so- that means in five years, you won't be anymore. We'll all be good. Cause I all won't right. be anymore. You won't be anymore. We'll all be dead. It'll be cool. So, uh, and uh, I'm sure y'all know that we're a house divided in regards to the vaccine. Mick has taken the vaccine. He is seemingly fine. We'll we'll see. In, not a house divided. We'll we'll see in I five just, years. I had to do it because uh, I'm not going to wear I masks gotcha. anymore. Oh, they still they say you still have to wear masks. I don't have to fucking wear masks. Okay, 
I go ahead. Tell me to wear a mask. I am. Here's my fucking vaccine card. Fuck you very much. There you I go. I am one hundred percent. I am a thousand percent anti this vaccine. I am. I do not want to be the guinea pig for a brand new vaccine technology that didn't even go through animal trials. I certainly don't want my kids to be the guinea pig for that. Thank you. I'll wait five years and see how many people are still alive before I determine if it's worth it. And I'm sorry, if there is a 10% chance that you are going to be seriously injured or die from the vaccine versus a point. 0.002% chance that you're going to be seriously injured or die from COVID. I'll I'll take COVID, COVID for a hundred. Well, thank you. uh, And that's awesome. And uh, I completely agree with that. I don't disagree with that. That's why I don't pressure you to, Hey, you have to go get the vaccine. Well, I mean, you couldn't anyway, because I'm personally allergic to the stabilizing agents that they use in most vaccines. Um, So, well, he the, doesn't believe it, but it's been proven. It's medically proven. It's, it's in not my medi- medical no, records. Not, not, not for this one. Not, not for this for, one. Not for this no, one. But I'm not taking Because I'm sorry, when's either. the last time you took an RNA sequence vaccine? I don't know. Is it put in thimerosal? Because it, that's when what was I'm allergic the last, to. No, that's a stabilizer for, for any drug out there. 90% of the drugs that you get via IV solution you get are in thimerosal. That's that's a stabilizer. All that is is a fucking... It's a... It's a what they call a statement that they put in the fridge. So it survives the cold. Guess what? This isn't in a statement because RNA sequences have to be kept cold because you do, you get them warm, they die. Well, and that's probably why people were spoiling them all over the place on purpose. It was done on purpose because that's what the liberals wanted to do. The point being is that the RNA vaccine, the point of the RNA vaccine. Okay. Case anybody's not aware. I guess I guess I have to boil this down yet again because my wife still doesn't understand this. They went with an RNA vaccine this time. RNA. We have DNA in our body and we have RNA. You have one part of your, your cells. If you look at a cell and the way it's constructed with its DNA and its RNA, it's made up of both DNA, which is dionucleic acid, and you have RNA, which is the rhyonucleic acid. And the RNA is what we call dead cells or the dead part of the cell because it's the DNA that's already lived and died. Well, when you create a vaccine from RNA, what it teaches the white blood cells that have a mixture of both DNA and RNA in the same cell, it teaches them to attack and eject those cells and it goes after that cell when it sees it. And it says, yep, that doesn't belong in the body by itself because a DNA and an RNA sequence gene has them both together. If it sees an RNA sequence by itself, it ejects the motherfucker. Point B, they went directly to an RNA sequence. This was, one of, as far as I'm concerned, one of the genius things Trump did. He got rid of all of the bullshit red tape that came in between actually putting the science to work and actually taking away from saving people's lives that the science was preventing because we had to go through so many stupid tests. When you do something that's RNA sequenced, it's already known to the human body. 
They already had the RNA sequencing. They already had everything that was there. They just attached the dead corona cells to the RNA. When it found the when the when your white blood cells find that RNA sequence gene floating through your body, guess what it does? It says, "Hey, that doesn't belong here," and it attacks it with like fucking nuclear weapons. Okay, so theoretically, yes, that is how it's supposed to Correct. work. Correct. Uh, would you hold on? Just listen, okay? Okay. There's a reason I'm going this route. All right. Theoretically, absolutely, that's the way it's supposed to work. Now. Could they have done about another six months worth of human trials before going directly to a mass vaccination? Or any animal trials? No, you can't. You can't do animal trials. RNA sequences in animals are completely different than the RNA sequences in human. An RNA sequence in an animal. All right. So that would be like, all right, you're, what type, what blood type are you? AB negative. Okay. She's, well, fuck you. I can't do that. Um, <clears throat> so. Let's just say, for instance, you're O negative. Uh, no, you can't be that either. Uh, o positive. Let's, let's say you, I'm an alien. I have a negative. I'm okay. RH negative. So you're O positive. Okay. Let's just say you're O positive. I'm A positive. If I give you A positive blood, what's going to happen to you? I'm going to die. Why? Because O plus no. A equals death. <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's what you learned in science class. It's called the hemophilia. I can't even fucking hemophilatic hemophilatic shock. Okay. Because the two bloods aren't going to jive. Okay. I'm giving you a completely different blood cell than what your body's used to. It's going to cause your body to go into hemophilatic shock. There is no prevention for anything that happens after that point. Once you hit hemophilatic shock, there's nothing we can do to actually restart your heart or get your lungs to operate again properly. You will die. Every person that's ever been introduced to that has died. So my point point being is this, okay? It is the same thing when you introduce human DNA to an animal. I wasn't talking about using the human RNA. Why couldn't they develop the animal RNA vaccine with that specific animal RNA to where, test on that? So, So my question is, where do they get the RNA to begin with? What, from COVID? No. What do the you mean? RNA, where do you get RNA to begin with? From humans. So animals don't have DNA and RNA? They do, but they do not have human DNA and they do not have human RNA. Well, then why did they previously test RNA vaccines on they've animals? Never, they've never done it because yes, they, they found have. out. Yeah, they found out that they killed them. Yeah, and they were using animal mRNA vaccines. No, they were they were testing the sequencing of an RNA vaccine. That's what they were testing. They were not testing a human RNA vaccine in an animal. Okay. Well, they were anyway. testing the sequencing. That's completely different. But that's not the point that I was trying to make before. The point that I was making before as to, uh, yes, that theoretically, that's how it's supposed to work. However, in this particular vaccine, because they've not actually been able to isolate the, the actual COVID virus. Yeah, they have. Not, they oh, no, have. no. They've not isolated the they entire thing. Have. They've isolated fragments. Just fragments, not the whole thing. They've 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 got the whole twenty seven different strains. No, of it. they don't. I've already seen it. No, I've already seen don't. it. I've already seen it. Okay, there are forty thousand DNA pairs yes, in a virus. They have isolated twenty seven strands. Strands. Do you know what's in a strand? Twenty seven strands over out of forty thousand. Yeah. That is a fragment. But regardless, okay, still that's not my more point. than enough for a vi for a vaccine. 
But what this vaccine does, it doesn't specifically target the RNA, the DNA, the, the blood no, molecule. No, it, it targets a spike protein yes. on the COVID you are molecule. you are you are completely blowing something else that's kind of a it's relevant but it's also irrelevant at the same time what they're targeting that protein that you're talking about is the catcher protein the spike protein no they they call it the catcher protein the reason that it's a catcher protein because is what is it does is uh it's a zombie protein so it attaches itself to a fresh cell it reproduces itself in that fresh cell. So that fresh cell dies and becomes a, another COVID cell and it keeps bouncing. That's why it multiplies so fast. That's why it's so hard to combat. The point being- That's the same spike protein though that's found in a human placenta. Correct. Not, not Well, actually it's not found yes, in a human- No, it's, because the, it's found in actually human sperm. It's not found in the placenta. It's found in human sperm or actually it's actually found in the uh, egg. It's not found- in the sperm. It's not even found in a conjoined sperm and egg. It's found in the egg and the, the attraction that's supposed to have for the sperm to get to the egg. That's what you're talking. I know where you're going. You've already talked about this. Stop. Just stop. What I'm trying to tell you is that where you're wrong in this is that they can't test it the way, the same way we've tested it in the past. The problem with the way that Moderna did it is everyone they tested it on, they were 100% healthy. Yeah. That's a fucking gigantic issue. If you do not have comorbidities mixed in with your testing group, you have no idea how this is going to... Re For instance, a retard like you. Like that, me, you're yeah, a retard. That can't take certain vaccines? No, well, your that doesn't, body, your that body, doesn't make me a retard. You, retard has to do with intelligence. No, no, it doesn't. It has to do with an extra chromosome in your body. Guess what? That's your body rejecting your brain. So guess what? That's your body rejecting the fact that you can't take certain drugs. My body has been able to take every drug they've ever given me, minus pineapple. That's because I'm an alien. Minus pineapple, I've gotten everything. And I want to say that right now, the vaccine they gave me from Pfizer did not live in my body because I had none of the reactions that I've heard everybody else having which tells me that the original vaccine for anthrax is still kicking the shit out of everything <laughs> inside my body right now. It is depositing it directly in my small intestine, which is eventually making its way out through my colon. Probably true. Point being is that this vaccine could not be tested the same way that you're talking about, but they fucking fucked up the tests. I'm not arguing with you that I don't trust it. But I'll tell you what, I didn't get the Moderna vaccine. I got the Pfizer vaccine. Remember, the Moderna vaccine is a, a single shot. Actually, the Johnson Johnson is going to be the, be the first single Ma shot. Moderna's, Moderna's the shot. other one. But they say the Moderna has fewer hey, you reactions hey, you than you the know Pfizer what one. The Moderna one's got, though, in it. What's That's that? different from the Pfizer one. What's that? The Moderna one's got T cells in it. What does that mean to you? They both do from aborted babies. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, nope, no. Nope, Pfizer does not. Yeah, Pfizer was actually developed off of the virus. Moderna's got T cells in it. T cell was taken. It was it was cured with aborted baby blood. But yes. but wait no but no 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 but no, no. the, the so babies wait. were like forty years look, old, look, look, so look, that's okay. Stop, that doesn't stop, count. Stop. Moderna, the T cell is what I'm talking about. The t where's the what's the last movie you heard T cells talked about? Uh, Jurassic Park, Walk of the Living Dead. Um, <laughs> 
let's talk about i mean seriously real quick i mean let's talk about some of the zombie movies out there oh that's true um they were the, talking the, about t-cells um, umbrella, the umbrella umbrella corporation thank you yeah that's all what, t-cell yeah what was that movie that was uh um a fucking uh what's her name uh that uh, blonde chick from fifth element yeah uh, yeah yeah same chick yeah. anyway she was in those movies um it's based off a of- She's like Uber Ninja Ultra Literally everybody listening right now is screaming yeah, I know, the name I know. of the movies You're at all us. screaming <laughs> going, you fucking old farts. We know it was- uh, based off a video game. Yeah. Um, I just found that out today. I didn't know that you before. You didn't know that? No, I had no Jeez, idea. I didn't even play video games and I knew that. I anyway. No um, so, but he, he, so, but I'm back, just saying- Hold on. Back to my original zombies. Point. I got I'm just you. saying, throwing that out all there. Right, yeah. Hey, maybe there's a reason we've had all this zombie shit in the last 10 years. Because, hey, you know, you look at 10 years ago, that's it what might happened be today. It could be happening. Hey, remember, shoot the fuckers in the head. If, if you don't know zom- how to shoot, just shoot them a lot. If the zombie apocalypse comes, we're well prepared. Um, but with explosives and everything. What I what I really was getting at initially with this whole rollout thing is Biden's a racist. Hmm, we knew that. Um, we've known that for a very long time. But any logical person would say that who should get the vaccine first? Well, let's see. Um, people who are at greatest risk, old people and don't get me wrong. I, I love old people. I love their lack of filter. I love the way they say whatever the fuck they want and they don't give a shit. I, I generally, I really like and respect and enjoy. How dare you talk about me like that with <coughs> old people, but <coughs> how dare you talk about me? Like, so that? honestly, if the vaccines kill everybody in the next five years, they're so old anyway, it doesn't really matter. That's not my point. How dare you talk about me like that? You're not that old and you're well past your expiration date. So I don't even count you. However. Wow. Fuck you very much. Well, See this people? This is what I get treated like. The doctors told me 15 years ago that he would be dead in five years and I'm still waiting on that. I'm just saying. So. They did not hold out on their end of the bargain. I won. Seriously. No. I, I won. I won. I, apparently. I won. I won my. You won and lost. I won with the doctors. You won the pool. You lost. <laughs> lost you lost because you still got to deal with me. <laughs> Motherfucker. Anyway. Uh, so you would think that the people that should be most protected would be old people. People with co- com- comorbidities. If it had actually been tested on them, as we just discussed. And maybe first responders. People no, are, actually, I don't think first responders should have gotten uh, it. Okay, people that are frontline on the COVID. Oh, by the way, like, just in case you all didn't know this either, Cuomo blamed everybody else in the last week except for himself uh, to include first, first responders, doctors. Um, doctors, and those providing health care to uh, the elderly in the the nursing homes. Nursing because, homes. yeah, he, he said that it wasn't- Is everybody it, else's fault. It wasn't not, sending the people to the nursing homes that killed Cuomo. them. It was the nurses going from room to room that Correct. spread the COVID that killed them. Correct. Even though none of the nurses actually got COVID. Yeah. But, My, minus that. And anyway, that, backing up. But no. Doctors, nurses, frontline healthcare workers, plus the old people, people with comorbidities, people that are at most risk of COVID- should get the COVID vaccine, right? That's logical, right? That's, if you think, that is logical. Who who does Biden want to give the vaccine to? Uh, am I going to guess? Do, are you going to make me gla- guess? Biden wants to prioritize people based on race and ethnicity. Well, yeah. Where have you been? But, I talked about this last week. But, but wait, 
in gets, his, hold on. It gets it better, gets folks. Better. We've got more. In his town hall, he wants to prioritize race and ethnicity, particularly people in, you know, urban areas. But according to Biden, they don't know how to use the internet. So they can't find out how to sign up for the vaccine. So, hey, listen to me. If you're a person of color and you're, you, I, and you're you listening- You have a cell phone? And you're listening to this podcast right now. Um, you might be a all, racist if you think your neighbor is too stu- too stupid I'm, to use the internet because he's black. I'm, I'm, uh, we're not racists, but I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here right now. I've never, ever once in my whole entire life ever sat there and said, hey, look- um, you know, black people just don't know how to use the internet. Um, never said that, you know, Mexicans, because I'm part Mexican too. Um, Mexicans, you know, us Mexicans, we're dumb, dumb Latinos. We, we don't I, know how to use the I, internet. I thought all the black people learned how to use the internet when Obama gave them cell phones. That's kind of racist. <laughs> I was being I'm just, I'm saying, I'm just saying, that's kind of racist. But I mean, Obama gave cell phones to like everybody to include. That's because we didn't he wanted a cell phone. Well, he wanted to listen to everybody else that was important. Their phone conversation. And and guess now what? we're kind of important. So but now we get a they, cell phone. They got unlimited data. Yeah. Well. You know. Right. So that includes Wait, internet usage. Oh, does so that mean you know how to get on the internet? Could could they not look up their nearest vaccine place or sign up for it hey, on their Obama? Tell me phone? something. Though I got a question though. Hmm. Like when he was saying that, right? He said that, and he said he uh, literally said that. He said actually two we're other things that. That really, up. like, I, I want to put my head through a plate glass window and tell me something. If we're wrong, please email us. Tell me I'm wrong. Comments. Make a comment. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to get butthurt about it. Trust me. I don't give a shit. I, I'm going to tell you that right now. But the big part of this one that I'm really, hey, tell me something. Do you know where your local CVS or Walgreens is? Yeah. I, I know where mine is. Yeah. It's, it's literally so right down the street. This is what... Biden's trying to tell you is that you all are so fucking stupid that you do not know where your local Walgreens or your local CVS, because he said, Hey, look, I'm going to give it to Walgreens and CVS to distribute the vaccine in the more urban areas. Um, the lower, you know, the people that are required to have government, when, when he says that you're required to have a government program, if you believe that that's a good thing, I want you to do me a favor, take all five of your fingers, ball them up as tight as you can. And then I want you to take that fist and I want you to punch yourself right in the fucking mouth but, because that's uh, what he's telling you to do. You know Because what? he is fucking mentally retarded. The guy doesn't know his name Listen, from day to day, but, but you're going to take orders it. from him. You know why he believes it? Because he's been told like all, no, no, no. All he's, got left, no listen, he's got an earpiece. He's got an earpiece. All of the me. left, all of the, all of the super libtarded, mostly white people on the left firmly believe that black people, that there should be no voter ID laws because black people can't get IDs. No. Black people don't want to show up and because get IDs. black people don't know where the DMV is to go get an ID. No, 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 it's not that they don't want to show up and get IDs because they're afraid they're going to get arrested. Because every black person has got a fucking warrant out for their arrest. How the fuck is that? Well, legit? that's because Biden thinks that it's a racial jungle. Remember, he didn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. That's why he was against desegregation back in the fucking sixties. Come on, his views haven't changed. Come on, man, his views. 
His personal views haven't not changed. changed. And he echoes His it. His rhetoric every... has changed no, just no, a no, little no. bit. It's the same. He's You're just right. it's the same. He's just modernized it. That's all he did. Yeah. He modernized it to fit today. Yes. He is the one. The liberals are the one perpetuating this racial divide that exists. When I talked about earlier, when I talked about the Civil War, a possible another Civil War. Um, I, I'm not joking, people. I'm dead serious. I've got people that talk to me. There's people that tell me about this shit and I hear about it. I, I'm not going to go out there and tell you who it is, but I'm going to tell you this much right now about it. It's a big deal because there's it's not just a couple people. If it were just like two or three people, that's one thing. I'm saying that this is like two or 3,000 people that are talking about this. This is not. This is how the revolution started. It's 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 more than two or three thousand people. No, it is. It's what I'm. My fingers and my ears that's, that's, are equipped to handle because you got to remember. Us, you got to remember in our circle. You got to in our. You have to remember that I world. lost about ten million people that I used to keep in touch with because they gutted me from social media, and I got fucked out of social media. But now I'm. I have other ways. But either way, long story short. I'm just talking about in my little circle, this is two or 3,000 people we're talking about here. They're definitely talking about civil war. They are talking about. And Texas might lead the way on that if they ever unfreeze. There's some words I'm not going not gonna to use on here, but they're talking about a certain thing. And I know what that means. And I know how that plays out. The point being is that this all has... Uh, uh, the best I'm trying to figure out the best way to put this that it makes the most sense that uh, it I'm actually looking for a rush line here and I don't have one because I haven't fucking been able to listen to him for like a week and a half and now he's dead and I can't listen to him now but this has got really some really large social implications because I, I've got to be honest with you folks if you all think that this is just white people talking about this uh, okay. Let, let me, let me, I, I've got a lot of, I got a lot of friends that are not white and they're talking about it with the rest of us saying, this is not right. Let, let me, what let me read this. What they're quick. carrying on about is really a legal standing. They've got legal standing for what they're saying. Let Go me, ahead. Um, I'm, I'm going to read this real quick because you know, we, we've said a lot of things in the last couple of minutes that people might take out of context. So this, I think summarizes patriots um and you had my bit last week so it says know this patriots will never attack you in your homes or vehicles patriots don't care what you believe in or what color your skin happens to be patriots will not loot or burn or riot in the streets and will defend their communities from those who do patriots rejoice in your right to be you patriots will stand with you for your right to defend yourself and your family. Patriots will stand with you for your right to protest lawfully and say what you need to say, even if they don't agree with you at all. Patriots stand against anyone who would steal those rights from you because Patriots love the USA. Not only that, they love the constitution and all of those things abide by the principles that have been laid forth to us within the constitution. Understand that those are all rights endowed by our creator, not given to us by man endowed to us by our creator. What the fuck does it? 
That means God said it here. These are rights that every man should hold. Not just white people, not just black people, not just purple people, not just green people. Everybody holds these rights. And we hold these rights. We hold this stuff because they're self-evident. And it's not some things that some old dudes 200 years ago just plucked out of the sky and put down on paper. These are God-given rights. Understand. They just wrote them down. They didn't make them up. They just wrote them down. Understand when our forefathers created the Constitution, they said that this document is a living document. It's not living in the fact that it has a heartbeat. It's not living in the fact that the fucker breathes. It's not living as in the fucker gets up, grabs a gun, and shoots somebody. It's living in the fact that the document can always be approved upon, but never taken away from. And that is the biggest part as Americans. We have fallen so far away from understanding that, listen, the document's there. You can add to it, but you cannot take away from it. And all liberals want to do, listen to what Biden wants to do about guns. Holy shit. If I hear another thing about how he wants to offend my second amendment, right? That's, and I got to tell you, the he, two, 3,000. He he's actually considering doing it by executive order. The two, 3,000 folks that I know about right now that are talking about possible civil war. Let me tell you something. That's the one thing that's like tipping the scale. If you, if you, if you will, they're taking that grain of salt. They're throwing it in the scales of justice. And it's just, it's tipping that bitch to the other side. That's the one. That's the one that's going to set it off. That's oh, yeah. the one that's going to be the end of the world. They they've they've already, our First Amendment They've rights. already taken the First Amendment. That's it. First Amendment's gone. It's gone. I'll tell you what. You take away the Second Amendment and you're You have gone. a lot of pissed off you're, rednecks you're that are. And, you know, someone was like, oh, you know, well, 30 million American or there's 30 million gun owners in the United States. <laughs> that you know about. Okay. So that means there's 30 million guns in the United States. Um, no, I, I hate to break it to you, but every gun owner I know owns more than one gun. <laughs> yeah. She's married to one. S- significantly. If you know someone who only owns one gun, it's a toy. Okay. I, I hate to break it to you. It's a toy, but honestly, I mean, so we've, we've been, we've been working on renovating or I've been working on renovating our house for the last few months while I was furloughed. Now I'm back to work. Yay. Um, mean, meanwhile, now I'm stuck renovating. <laughs> no, you, so now I get to create all the new safes. No, no. Now you get to fix the holes that you've punched in the walls since I renovated the house. Uh, <laughs> but anyhow, no, I've got to fix the holes we, that I cut in. We the were, wall. we were honestly considering, you know, we were just going to move around the corner, just move to a bigger house. We were going to stay here in Georgia. We love our little Island. We love our community. You know, we, the, the kids love their school. We, the city is amazing and beautiful and historic and and all of that and now i'm i'm kind of glad that we didn't sell before christmas and move around the corner because now i'm really seriously considering moving to texas when it unfreezes melts something Um, when it does something when when it when it melts because texas we've talked about this before texas is the only republic in the united states Texas is the only one that can legally secede. And both the governor and the attorney general of Texas have flat out said, as plain as day, we will not let Joe Biden take your constitutional rights away. We will not let him take your guns away. Your Second Amendment rights will be protected in Texas. <laughs> and uh, everything's so we, we bigger might, in Texas. We too. might have, we honestly so might have to move to Texas. What, I, what, 
what I'm saying, everything's bigger in Texas. So my dick might actually be bigger in Texas. It might actually get bigger in Texas. I, I don't know. Or maybe your hands will get smaller and it'll just look bigger. Well, that's why I always fuck midgets. <laughs> that's why you're a midget. Because everything looks bigger in the hands of midgets. Uh, see, I didn't used to be a midget, but I lost a shit ton of weight and now I'm kind of a midget. Yeah. So so my dick looks huge um, in her hands. So, I'm like, damn, okay. I need to take a picture of so, that. So listen, all right. So we'll, we'll wrap up with Texas really quick. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we are not. We have not talked about Gorilla Glue Girl. I Well, hold on, because I wanted to segue into Gorilla Glue and chesticles. All right, all right. So Texas, in, in case in case you guys weren't aware that we're in the middle of horrible global warming. <laughs> Texas is freezing, <laughs> by the way. Um, like 95% of the country is currently affected by a polar vortex. It's actually gone all the way down into Mexico. South Texas is freezing frozen vortex is what i want to call it yeah it's a, it's a it, it is a vortex and uh, there's some conspiracy theory behind that but i, I know i know that's uh, why i brought it up okay why do you think i said it uh did did you see the snow i've seen it that the black snow yep that shit's crazy and that kind of goes with the demon eyes in the super bowl that's that's in texas and in new york in that's new york. on yeah, both ends yeah. of the country oh no no fuck so, that in, in washington it's on all three ends it makes it a triangle. It's crazy. What does that mean? So in case you don't know about the black snow, here's the deal. And we grew up up north. So like I was on the ski team in high school. I'm very familiar with fake snow, right? I've seen black snow. Actually. There's, there's, but this is a little different. Anyway, fake snow. It's literally fake snow. They, they blow it out of machines yeah. onto ski hills so that you can ski down it. It's fake snow. And when you crumble it up in a snowball, it's, it's almost sticky. Like it leaves a weird residue on your hands. On your glove. Right. And yep. and it, it and like, on your board and on your yeah, skis. It gets like really yep. hard and crumbly and it doesn't melt. Like if you get a regular snowball, like you know, you go outside when it snowed, beautiful fresh snow, and you and you you know, it's actually falling out of the sky and you crumble it up in a snowball and you hold it in your hands, it melts. Let's put it this way. It's frozen water. Ninety percent of it the melts. time for normal snow and normal ice. All you need is a little bit of salt and water and you'll melt it. Okay? okay. Now, what they're using down in Texas, from what I understand and what I've heard and what I've read, they're using a petroleum-based product. Now, the only time I've ever heard a petroleum-based product being used involving snow and ice is normally de-icing on planes, but that's normally when it's really, really cold. And there's actually ice forming on the wings, which means they it cannot provide lift for the aircraft. Like on the wind turbines right now? The only other time that I've ever heard that happen is when they've had to unfreeze a snow machine. Yeah. Making snow. Well, so in upstate New York or in New York, and there's videos mm. all over the internet of this now. Um, I, I watched one. This one dude went out and he crumpled up a snowball, snow in his backyard. And he was like, man, this feels like fake snow. Like it's all, it's got that residue on it. Weird. He's like, all right. But he was recreating a video that someone else had done because their video quality wasn't very good. So he made a snowball, it crumbled up, you know, a good hard pack snowball. And he, he brought it inside and he held a candle, a lit candle flame under it. And it turned black. Well, it caught fire. No, it, it, it well, turned yeah, black. Well, it it didn't. It no, didn't it melt. Didn't. It turned black, like charred. It started to crystallize. And that's what fake snow does. Because Yes. Exactly. So how does fake snow fall out of the <coughs> sky all across the country in a polar vortex? 
You're asking the wrong guy because what did I tell you I will never do? Uh, dr- dump it, drive, dive down that rabbit hole after me. You'll, Damn straight. You'll I'll let you out. I'll, I'll let your ass drown. You'll pull me out of it, but you if won't go in there enough. after me. Yep. I gotcha. I gotcha. Any, I'm just, I'm leaving that question dangling out there. Um, but <laughs> back to Texas, whether the snow is fake or real, it's there. Um, and it once is, they defreeze, it is eight degrees in Texas. They have been without power for days. People are dying in droves. Uh, more than a dozen people have died from the cold already in hey, Texas. By the way, 24. Joe Biden, uh, by the way, um, those are all on you, B. Yeah. And um, the wind turbines are frozen. The solar panels are covered over. So initially... What 10% of their power that they were getting from green energy yeah. has done now fuck them. And oh, it wasn't even 10%. It was, it was actually, no, it was it more was, than that. It was 17.8% of their power was coming from quote unquote green energy. And now and they're fucked. Now they're fucked. And that's why they have rolling blackouts. So if you're all confused, what we're trying to get at here is that all of this bullshit that you've heard, well, no, it was because they have coal. We need the Green New Deal. No, we don't need the Green New Deal. What we need to do is shove the Green New Deal right back up AOC's ass and just leave it there. Because as a bartender, she's had a lot of shit shoved up her ass and apparently she was raped too so she knows what it's like to have something shoved up her ass either way long story short that was never mind <laughs> that was completely deserved for that con- um that shit i said never mind <laughs> exactly she can take that shit i don't give a fuck uh because I, I don't believe her story she, she one can bit. take a good 40 covid test you're damn right she can <laughs> From China. Exactly. From China. With the giant swab. With the big one. The real big swab. Bigger than my dick. Because I'll tell you what, that bitch ain't around. It's long. (laughs) But either way, my point is, is that all of this bullshit that you've been hearing is all bullshit. It's exactly what it is. It is straight up bullshit. No all crap aside, it's all bullshit. All right. This is, uh, it can't get any more ridiculous. Um, They used a petroleum-based helicopter to fly around to all the wind farms to the uh oh, the, the windmills the windmills and used a petroleum-based product to de-ice the wind machine so that way it produces power again so it spins and produces power you, you mean the, the windmills that were produced with Fossil fuels and petroleum-based products that to can't that can't be recycled after their ten-year lifespan. Th- those windmills. No, no, no. Those are solar panels. What you're talking. No, about. No, no. Windmills the, can't be recycled either. Yeah, the windmills can. The windmills are just metal. They can be melted down and used in other shit. They can make tin cans and shit. The point is, is that these windmills, even after they de-iced them, they still didn't produce enough power to stop the rolling blackouts that took place in the last couple of weeks in Texas. Point being is that your green energy, as it's been described in the past, and you were a hippie, so don't even fucking start with me on this bullshit. You know exactly what I'm talking about is you and your green energy and all of that bullshit about green energy. Okay, I was never into green energy. Hello, we drove a fucking Chevy when we were kids. That bitch was a gas guzzler from hell. Hell. Yeah, well, it was. That Malibu <laughs> was a V8 monster. But no, you didn't become a fucking green weenie until you went to college because that's when you got indoctrinated into the liberal side of the world. That's true. Point being is that green energy is not what everybody makes it out to be. 
it is not renewable in when you need it. I mean, so honestly, we back have then, hundreds of people I, I thought, freezing to I death. I thought green energy was smoking weed and getting high. Well, if we could figure out how to turn that into something that <laughs> called like power. Like um, that would be awesome. That would be actually worth it. Green energy. I saw it once before. Stop. <laughs> I saw it once before. I believe it was in the original matrix when everybody was lined up in the battery uh-huh. and they were all like fucking using their body power to yes. create electricity for the, the matrix. Yes. They were all smoking dope all at the same time. It's called green energy. Damn. That shit's awesome. Okay. Either way. Point being, this is getting out of hand with the Green New Deal and all the bullshit they're trying to force down your throat. Do not believe it. That's all bullshit. It does not work. You can obviously see it today. Look at Texas. Perfect example. They're 26.8% kilowatt, whatever the fucking measurement is in electricity. Uh, kilowatt, it'll fucking kill you. That's the way I look at it. Um, that's why I say kilowatt because it'll kill your ass. Um, that shit will fucking wreck your ass. That's They're so far behind, it's not even funny. And they just started catching up today, and today was their first day where they got above 40 degrees in Texas. Well, w- now- Which is pretty fucking ridiculous. They're actually- but tonight, They're pulling it's gonna energy freeze from again. the, we- it's gonna the freeze again the Midwestern tonight. sector. So, so now, now- It's going to freeze again tonight. Now they're starting to pull energy from the, the rest of the surrounding states so that the people in Texas all just don't die. So hey, hippies so out now, there. Now Nebraska is going to start experiencing rolling blackouts. Not as bad though. They're not going to experience Oklahoma it half as bad is, as- No, what? no. They're saying they're going to they're gonna be blacked out for like two to three hours at a time. Not even. Not it's even. negative it's like, 18 degrees it's not in even, Nebraska. Not even, it's not even that long. It's like less than that. It was less than an hour. They were saying tonight on the news it was less than an well, hour. Well, that's good. Like, I believe the news. No, I don't believe the news, but it was less than an hour. <laughs> if they, they say were, it's going to be less than an hour, it means it's, it's gonna more be an than an hour. Day. Yeah. Well, no, it's going to be more than an hour, but less than 12. Okay. Well, all right. So, so it could be about four hours. But the point being is that right now it's supposed to be a hard freeze again tonight in Texas. So Texas is looking at again at another hard freeze. The thing I'm concerned about actually isn't that. The what people I, sleeping in their cars no, with, I'm the, not, with the, the engines running just to stay warm and not freeze to death? Not, not concerned about that at all. Because hello, Because you know what? 90%, 90% of Texans are smart and 90% of Texans don't have garages like the rest of us do where they actually have a garage door. They also don't have fireplaces, which is kind of why they're fucked right now. Which is a problem. Yeah. But they might sleep in their so car. If, be- if we move to Texas, make sure we buy a house with a fireplace. Can you stop for just like one minute <laughs> so I can fucking say something? Fine. So point being is that they're going to be okay tonight. Uh, what concerns me though is uh, I hope they learn something from this and they actually like do something to winterize their pipes, i.e. not only in their houses, but also in the gas, natural gas lines that are flowing through their state. I hope they recognize that they need to invest more in coal, in gasoline, in petroleum. They, they, they need to start looking at those other energies as well as if you want to do green energy, that's fine. Green energy should never take up more than 5% of your power grid. And that's from a good electrician I know. It should never, ever take up more. For instance, if you were to put solar panels on your house, it would never, ever replace more than 5% of the power going into your house. The reason that is, is because any demand past that on the other side of that will cause all the rest of your fucking electrical systems to shut down. So if you have a generator that is rated up to, I don't know, 3,000, 30,000 kilowatts, uh, which should run my house, my neighbor's house, even with the AC going, should run them both. No problem. Uh, 
And the AC is always going. Like we had the AC on today. And let's say, for instance, you had a drop of, you know, 5% of that energy all of a sudden jumped on that system. Guess what? You can't run two houses. You barely run one. You couldn't even run an AC system with that because that's even more than that. what that little generator can hold. So the point being is that this is a system. The problem is with green energy, you can't collect it and store it. You can use it at the time. It's good. Second, the sky gets cloudy, the snow falls, and shit ices up. Guess what? It doesn't work. Green energy don't work no more. No, no. What are you going to all do? Go up there and fart? Well, now you're putting methane out. In the- oh, shit. <laughs> now we're talking about the ozone depleting. Oh, again. yeah. Oh, and awesome. I fart. Let me tell you something. It's pretty no bad. No shit. You're oh, almost as God. bad as the dog. Either way, um, all right. Well, we have to move into we Gorilla got, we Glue. Got two quick stories to wrap up. This is because uh, we're going a little long. Yes, Gorilla Glue is one of them. Go for it. I'm let you finish with Gorilla Glue. This this is uh, this is another one, and this this gets into um, we, we'll call it the uh, absurdity stories, right? Just that, just beyond ridiculousness. Both of these stories, my story and Mick's story. So mine, mine is from CampusReform.org. Here we go. Academics called breastfeeding ethically problematic because it endorses gender roles. What? And their view is gaining traction. Okay. So in 2016, U.S. academics wrote a study published that the promotion of breastfeeding as the natural way to feed infants is ethically problematic. They argued that the term breastfeeding could, quote unquote, Endorse controversial set of values about family life and gender roles. Hey, babe, you have breasticles. No, no. Okay, hold on. (laughs) So now, and I'm not even fucking kidding. Hospitals in the United Kingdom have begun using the term chest feeding instead of breastfeeding. Oh, they're called chesticles. Chest feeding, right? They're they're swapping the word breastfeeding for chest feeding in an attempt to be more inclusive of transgender individuals. When did transgender men who go to become women start breast chest feeding? Chest they, feeding. They what when did when did transgender women who turn into men have Continue babies to lactate? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Doesn't but, that kind of go away when you lose your but, okay, period? But this this goes to my, this has been a point of mine for years and years and years that every woman, almost every woman I know, including me with my itty bitty titties, because I lost a shit ton of weight and it all came off the tits, like it's not even a muscle anymore, right? So every woman I know has bigger balls than men because they stick out on the front of our chest. We call them chesticles. And now we're calling them chesticles. Because we have <laughs> chesticles, testicles, spectacles, and balls. Chesticles for chest feeding. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. That is some serious absurdity But right some there. real fucking that. retarded bullshit. <laughs> so let's talk about Gorilla Glue Girl for just a minute because- uh, Oh my god! This is just on just as ridiculous. The absurdity of this one is that she supposedly runs a home daycare. Which and is, you know what? I she's ha- actually you know in what? charge of little this, kids. This story really might act- me. actually go to proving Biden's point. No, uh, I'm, I'm now. I'm really confused. Go for it. Um, now you have to explain because I'm confused too. Well, yeah, I don't know what because about. Biden said that. Black people were too, oh, yeah. too dumb to figure out how to use how the to internet. How to use the internet. Uh, well, it might, it might not, because 
uh, it started out with this lady. Uh, she's down in Louisiana, apparently, and uh, she ran out of her uh, got-to-be-glue hair gel or whatever hairspray, and uh, she elected to take some Gorilla Glue. Spray adhesive. Spray adhesive that she's used before. Now, On project. Household project. She's used it before. So she knows how sticky this shit is. Like, literally, I've used it before. I've gotten it stuck. I've got my st- fingers stuck together before by accident. Not that's, a purpose. That's really fun to rip them apart, too. And it hurts like a son of a bitch. It's awesome. You're <laughs> watching skin saying. come off either finger. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell? But she used Gorilla Glue in her hair. Now, the part of this story that really became fucking ridiculous to me was when I found out that it wasn't like... It was a week before she came out to her mother and said, Mom, I used Gorilla Glue on my hair. To get rid of the wispies. Yeah. So um, she didn't have any fine baby hair sticking out. To, it went a month before she went on social media. So it wasn't just a week. It was a fucking month plus a week that before she finally said something on social media. And then she's wondering why people are making fun of her. Including like her daughter's classmates. Or making fun of her daughter. Or bullying her daughter because she's such a fucking retard. I I mean, I don't mean to be like really stupid. And guess what? Have I said what color she was? No, I kind of gave that away. And honestly, it doesn't matter what color you are. It really doesn't matter what color you are. However, in this case. It doesn't matter. And the point is, is that she is black. And the crazy part about all of this is that the reason she did it was because of systematic Racism throughout the United States. Because apparently... A black gorilla told her to do it. No. Oh, okay. It wasn't that. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, well, a black gorilla told me to do it. Apparently, black women are so ashamed of their natural hair because society, the systemic racism in society has looked down on their natural hair for so long that they feel the need to look like white women. Just saying that. I'm sorry. Do, do I have my hair slicked back? No, I, I have a whole. Okay. I keep my hair in a braid all the time. She actually looks naturally uh, curly honestly, and to my waist. Guys, guys, just so you're aware, girls, girls too, guys and girls, whoever, I don't give a fuck what you're it. You, me, thing, that thing, whatever the 27 different sexes are right now. Um, she kind of looks Amish. Okay. Hate to say it. I got, I got little wispies, like little baby fine hairs, right? Because my hair is really curly. So all around my face, even with my hair pulled back in a braid, I got little wispies. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Do I care? No, I don't care. Do I care what other people think about me? Obviously not. We've never cared. No, I really didn't care. And I just, I don't understand it because I, I can tell you, I don't understand how it's system, how it's systemically racist, how black women's hair is systemically racist. The because, only part, because I, every white woman I've ever met, they don't make fun of black women's hair ever, except for maybe why the, why would you do that to your head? Seriously. You know, and I was asking you earlier about this. There was a time that the punk and the punk rock culture, there was a thing called carving. Uh, And it's where punk rockers actually carved into their skin. They actually cut into their skin, removed chunks of flesh from their skin to make designs and whatnot in their head. And I asked her if she remembered that. And she said, no, of course. But it actually did exist. And people actually did do this. 
And I asked her, I said, don't you remember the carving epidemic that went on back in the late 70s, early 80s? No, she said, of course. Yeah, no, she said, because in the late 70s, early 80s, I was like a five, a toddler. Um, but point being is I remember that shit happening. And if you're old enough, you remember that you shit happening. You were barely out of being a toddler, but okay. Point is, is I have a memory. You obviously don't because, well, you're blonde. You, you, I mean, don't, you, have have a, you don't have a memory. For 11 years. There's 11 years that we know of I don't have a memory for. Yeah. And those are the years I'd rather not remember. I, I didn't pay attention to Puck Rock when I was four, FYI. Well, I did. It was like the in thing. It was the in thing to do as a toddler. It was the in and, thing to throw your finger up at your mom and dad. I'll give you that you had a brother that was a good five, six years older than you. So he exposed you to a lot of more eccentric in things, things yeah. than because I was an only child. I, I, you know, I had none of that. So, so deal with it. Yeah. So either way, uh, point being is I remember that. I remember the carving. I was like, man, that just seems stupid. I mean, to throw glue in your hair. Now, I will correct a couple of the things I've heard going around is that she's suing Gorilla Glue and that she's bringing a racially motivated lawsuit again. And that is not happening. She's even come out against that and saying, no, that's not happening. I'm not doing that. I'm an idiot. I did something stupid. Uh, the thing that scares me is that she's in charge of other little kids and she thought it was really smart that I could throw some gorilla glue in my hair. Hmm. Just saying, I'm just throwing it out there, folks. I mean, holy shit. I, I'm just leading you to the water. I'm not going to make you drink it. I can get you to the water. I ain't going to beat the shit out of you to make you drink it. But holy fuck, what's going on? When you got shit like that going on, it's a little crazy. Either way, for the Mick. Wait, I, I got one thing to say before we I wrap up. just about to Excellent. Thank you, baby. I love you. I know. Here's the deal. We've I'm talked- going to shoot myself in the <laughs> we've, forehead. We've, Hold on. we've talked a lot about racism and transgenders and green energy and liberals and Republicans, conservatives, Democrats, whatever. Here's the deal. None of that fucking matters. It doesn't matter what color you are. It's not about black versus white. It's not about man versus woman. It's not about Republicans versus Democrats or liberals versus conservatives. It's definitely not about who you fuck. It's definitely not about who you fuck. I don't care who you fuck. You do you. You let me do me. Those are the things that they use to divide us. Those are the labels that they use to make us fight each other so that we don't have time to pay attention to how they're trying to rule over us because we are so busy fighting these fights that they have literally set up for us. Fighting each other. We're fighting each we other. We are fighting each other. We're providing them the smokescreen to do all the bullshit they're doing to us behind our back. So uh, that's, ex that's exactly it. They, they're, they are holding that shiny object up but it's not so shiny and they're not holding it up. You know what? They are throwing. They're it's actually really dull. Yeah. They are. It's they, called Biden. I mean, Jesus they, Christ. They, they throw these things out constantly to divide us. These are the tools they use to divide a, to, to divide us. It, it, to it's drive called the, a the wedge Democratic playbook. Us. That's exactly what it is. To drive a wedge between the American people, between we, the people, because again, it doesn't matter if you claim to be a Republican or claim to be a Democrat. It's not about that. 
Folks, I hate everybody equally. So guess what? If you feel offended by listening to me, I apologize. He and I really don't apologize because I really just don't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. And, and I've, I've stopped giving a fuck too because I believe that everyone is born with a bag of fucks. And over time, you give those fucks away. You throw those fucks away. Eventually, your bag is empty. And guess what? There's no more fucks to give. I, so, I saw my last one fly away about five years, yeah, my, six years mine ago. Mine flew away a while ago. But again, it's it's not about Democrats versus Republicans. It's not about race. It's not about anything else. It's about <laughs> what those fucking retards are trying to do to us behind our back that are dividing us right now in this country. That is what is creating the division that is keeping us apart. What they're scared of is us coming together. That is what they're ultimately scared of. What they are scared of is what took place. Believe it or not, um, a lot of people say, oh, well, they were scared of the fucking democracy falling apart. They were scared of that on January 6th. No, what they were scared of is they saw a molt. They saw real unity. They saw real unity outside their doors. They were shitting their pants because that unity was making its way into the Capitol. That's what they were scared of. That is what scares the fuck out of any politician out there. And if you don't believe me, Go back and look at January 6th because I tell you, I'm telling you right now, we saw facts for Trump. We saw everything for Trump. I got to tell you, I haven't seen a whole lot of like, hey, the homos are out for Biden. I haven't seen, hey, the fags are out for Biden. Hey, I haven't seen the black people going. Matter of fact, I've heard the opposite. I've heard BLM saying, um, man, I think we got fucked. I think we backed the wrong candidate. I've I've heard the, the opposite unions. where the, the LGBTQ community is coming out and saying, I think we backed the wrong the wrong horse here because he's not saying anything we wanted to hear. The union's coming out saying, Hey, this guy isn't doing anything for us. Matter of fact, he I mean, Christ, all you gotta do is look at unemployment numbers. Within the first three weeks that Biden's been president, the unemployment numbers have shot through the fucking roof. Why? Because he killed millions of jobs. I mean his but, nickname but might as well okay. be job killer. But you know what? That's okay because um, those people didn't really want jobs anyway. Obviously, the 11 million plus undocumented, you can't call them aliens anymore. That's illegal. No, now it's um, just undocumented uh, Americans. Un, un, undocumented non, foreign nationals. Yeah, non citizens. Yeah, non citizens. Yeah, un, undocumented non citizens. They're, they're getting a path to citizenship. Eight years. Amnesty. It'll take you eight years. Yeah. And you're going to have to suck six yeah. dicks. And Just the, let the me know. The 25,000 people that are lining up on the border as Biden is literally wanting to tear it down. Maybe he'll use that all that material to build a bigger wall around the fucking Capitol. Or hey. a bigger a bigger fan. A bigger Something. That'll freeze. Yeah. Well, um, again, it is not about any of that. It is the haves and the have-nots. And they think they're the haves and they think we're the have nots. But when you have a couple thousand people trying to rule over tens of millions of people, guess who the haves are? We just have to stand up and take it. We need to take our country back because we are not giving up. And or fuck just taking it. We're just not gonna. We're not gonna.